Hey everybody, welcome back to another uh, episode of Rants and Bollocks. We're at episode uh, 16, aren't we, Paul? You're just obsessed with counting all the way up now, aren't you? Exactly, yeah. We're going to go all the way to 17. 17, then we stop <laughs> so, counting. Just one more. I'm no, it's still good, here. To, good to count them, um, because then you can keep track of the, you know, the shit that's been said. So, in, <laughs> in you know, you can say episode 17, I said this, or I predict in episode 15, I... Uh, predicted the um e3 stuff and i can tell you which ones i got right and which ones i might have got wrong yeah it sounds like a good idea but i think it'll be turned on us and then the lawyers will be able to say in episode 14 you slandered my client that's when we edit the titles on youtube and it's just like there are no titles yeah that's true that's the easiest way around it yeah how's the uh how's the week been for you man yeah i've been having a good week had a few friends over from ireland we've had a party we've all had sore heads party yep you were there too i was there yeah um, I think the the funniest thing uh, one of your mates said was um, uh, he hasn't remembered going to bed and um, like taking his clothes <laughs> off. Like he just yeah. wakes up, he just wakes up in bed with his clothes every morning. He's like, "Oh, I must have, I must have went to bed last night." You know, this <laughs> is like, yeah. This, is it, like the entire time he was over, I think he only remembered once, and that was after uh, after seeing Wonder Woman. Funny enough, that's true. And um, yeah. To be fair, that means it's been a quiet week because, you know, he ends up in bed every night. So that's a good thing. Yes. It's not a f- be on just a street corner. Yeah, or a field. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been busy. Um, you were you were out doing some filming yourself. and um, Yeah, I, I got was, some uh, traveling and you were working your ass off. Yeah, but uh, we're back. We're back for episode 15. Whichever episode it is. Might be 17. Who knows? We're just going to keep you all guessing. I'm keeping the lawyers guessing so they don't know. Because that's what <laughs> people aren't here to listen to us about our dull to miserable lives. They want to know yeah. about the news that they could find on the internet. Of course. Do um, we have any? I've got I've got a bit of tech. I haven't got that much tech news. Uh, I've got a lot of gaming because we've got to talk about the E3 roundup and, and what happened at E3. So how are you going to do got... it? Are you going to make E3 part of tech or are you just going to screw tech and go straight into gaming and say the Xbox is gaming? Well, um, the only thing I wanted to hit on the the whole tech thing was uh, we talked about last week was the the iMac, and we were talking about the iMac Pro, and you were like, "Oh, well, maybe I'll get it. I don't know, but it's out in I think it's out in December." Right. Um, but but someone uh, maxed out like all the pieces and said like, if you were to put this together, like Apple haven't released the prices on their site yet, but knowing the Apple uh what what prices they usually use for their components someone maxed it out like the new iMac Pro if you were to choose all the best gear it would come to 17,000 US dollars so that's like- that's the best processor the best you know the, the the best graphics card the most ram you can get and all that lot so 17,000 US dollars I have to go get a headache tablet because that's yeah. that is painful to hear <laughs> I know I know and then that's going to be what we were saying like 20 uh, before tax in uh, in Canada probably, and then <sighs> after tax. I mean, tax on that thing is is over two grand. Man, I know. It's I nuts. knew I shouldn't have pre-ordered two of them for us. That I is, know that is really going to kick us. And in it's the a balls. shame. It's a shame we can't cancel them. You that know, that is going to cost you your house. That yeah. is a bad Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's bad, but also at the same time, pretty pretty damn good one. So it's just it's going to be a case now, I guess, because their last professional machine was that bloody tube their black tube thing oh yeah yeah so, so i think everyone's going to be kind of wary of spending twenty thousand dollars on this thing well yeah and you can't upgrade an imac either so you can't you can upgrade i think the memory in it 
but you can't replace that screen. You can't put a new graphics card in it. You can't put a new CPU in it. So they they might be going down the same same route. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it's just so powerful that you really don't need to change this thing in like ten years. So what do you I think? Don't yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Doesn't sound, think, doesn't sound like Apple. I think um, when you spend twenty grand on a on a computer, you want to be able to switch things in and out. So. Basically, okay, I've had this for three years. Uh, I CPU is still great. Oh, I've I've got 128 uh, gigabytes of memory. However, I want to change my graphics card. In the iMac, you won't be able to. The screen, fair enough. The screen's pretty damn good. I don't see anyone wanting to change it. But um, you know, down the line, like if you were to spend 20 grand on a PC, you would just get a monster, and you'd know that you could just change. Oh, I'll change the CPU out. I'll, I'll get some more memory. I'll get two graphics cards. Well, that's the other thing. If you it know? breaks. Like, you're going to send it back to Apple and get Apple Care protection or whatever. Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, I'm guessing that's just like their usual, but still, it's still another 300 or another 500 on top of the 20 that you've already spent. So yeah. This is a crazy thing. Like, the tax on, on that maxed out iMac, the tax on it is like the price of a MacBook. <laughs> it's basically like, yeah. you know, it's like you can get a MacBook for the tax, you know. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I thought that was a ridiculous pricing. Those I mean, processors I, are out next month, aren't they? The whatever, 18 core mega. I believe so, yeah. Computers. They said um, if you were to buy them on their own, just like in a Canada computer shop or uh, just one of these computer shops, it's $2,000 on its own, the processor. Right. So. It's just going to be, uh, I want to see what people are going to like play around with that, see if it works or not. Like, is it going to be the game changer? Yeah. I don't think it's a game changer, but it's going to be for rendering and like 3D stuff. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be like revolutionary because like next year they're probably going to have a 30 core one. You know, it's yeah. like they're going to just go mental with it. But uh, we all know that Apple charge a lot for their systems, and they've got yeah. quality systems. But seventeen thousand—that's like getting ridiculous. That's, yeah, that's what companies really companies are paying for. I don't see an individual paying. No, like, like a, that's a that's for like a proper professional editor, like a suite. Yeah, like three screens or whatever. So he'll probably get like it'll probably cost him like thirty grand. He'll have to get exactly all, get all those uh, RAID hard drives and all those Thunderball Expresses and all them. So he's oh yeah editing four K three D footage. But but you you can't you can't um uh, deny that you'd love to you know see how that renders out a couple of the videos. You know. Oh yeah, I know. Like, but like you said, if you take the money you're gonna pay for that, let's say it's gonna be twenty five thousand dollars US once you get all the hard drives and terabytes and all that stuff yeah and a couple of extra 4k screens on either side what are you going to get for that for a pc system oh man you're just going to get a monster like i said like an absolute monster yeah and also in december there'll be even better hardware out so um i mean you've got to also figure that the imac's a very thin computer so they're they're kind of um taking some shortcuts so they're not maybe putting the best motherboard or best graphics card in there because it's so thin and it needs to watch out about heat. Whereas if you've got a traditional PC, just like, give me the biggest badass graphics card yeah. you can buy, you know? It's like, I don't care about heat. It's I've got a ventilation shaft, uh, you know, on the back of it. So Yeah. Um, and that's kind so of why that, Apple yeah. don't have that big market, the, the big company market. Like, yeah. no one's out buying Apple supercomputers. No, no. I mean... You, you never know. Maybe people are going to start buying this iMac Pro. Yeah. Uh, I've always but... seen Mac as like prosumer. Like the guys who aren't quite at a big tech company, but they're, yeah. but they're like professional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I see what you mean, actually. Like, you see a lot of these big, big companies and they're all running Microsoft and when they're Dells, aren't they? So Yeah, and like you said, if you're going to build a proper monster machine, you want something that you just, like, look, just put whatever bloody parts into it and we'll yeah, cool it down. Yeah, just slot it in. Yeah. Yeah, because you can imagine being an editor now and then... Um, you're like, okay, I've got a really good computer. It's great. And in two years, you're like, okay, I'm going to get the best graphics card because you know the latest After Effects or the latest Premiere uh, supports it. Uh, I'll just get some more RAM as well. I'll double my RAM, you know. And then you can do that, and you can just slot it in. And hey, you can even sell your old graphics card, you know. Yeah. Whereas with uh, with the iMac, you're like, shit, I can just upgrade the memory underneath, and oh, I'm already maxed out, so I can't do anything with this. This is just literally stuck as it is. Um, it actually happened to me. About seven or eight years ago, uh, when I first moved to Canada, I um, uh, bought an iMac. I, I loved them, loved the screen. I had it all. And then after, I'd say, about four years, I like I like to upgrade my machines and stuff. After four years, I was just using it as a screen. I wasn't even using the components inside because the PC that I had built was like by far, you know, far better. Yeah. So I was just using the iMac screen, which was wonderful. But I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I'm plugging my computer into a screen um but there's components in here that are just literally idle they're not even doing anything yeah so and that's that's what happens to imax after a while you know because their screens are gorgeous but the insides just get dated i think yeah, yeah i think it might be a misstep now we're talking about it for apple like trying to get into a market where your your biggest selling thing for apple is like it's you know closed system look how smooth it is look how flat it is Ooh, yeah, yeah look at how pretty it is and everyone's like i don't care for this much money i needed to like I need a horse, you know? Yeah. I don't need a pony yeah. that's got pretty ne- pretty hair. I need a exactly. horse that's going to carry this goddamn yeah. cart down the road. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's like, and then like, fuck it, you might need two horses. You might need, you know, yeah. a, a bloody Mustang. So Yeah, um, yeah some of these companies uh, might actually buy a car. You know, that's the way things are nowadays. <laughs> yeah. They don't well, use you horses. Can, you can buy a car with the price of the IMAX <laughs> that's uh, true. Pro. You can buy a very nice car. You can buy a boat. You can probably <laughs> buy a Mustang car for the price of an iMac. It's a very, very good down deposit on a house or a cottage. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. But look how flat um, it is. Look how smooth it is. It's black. It's flat. It's gray. It's Whatever space, space gray they're calling space it. Space gray, yeah. yeah. It's like, looks, the back of it looks like bloody Darth Vader. <laughs> so, kind of. Yeah, well, that's going to be interesting to see the reviews on that. Yeah, I think the reviews will be great, but it might just fall into that system of, who cares? We can just yeah. buy a PC for 20 grand. Yeah, exactly. It's not Apple's um, wheelhouse. I think they're stepping outside their their uh, comfort zone. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And it's going to be interesting to see how much they invest into it. And, you know, I guess if they sell well, they'll they'll pump out more but i you know even if there's going to be one on display at like your local apple store just so you can take a look at it but how are they going to demonstrate how powerful it is like they should show like it rendering out some 4k footage in like seconds or something you know and then they should have a traditional computer next to it or something yeah but then but then you don't want to you don't want to put down your ordinary machines either but they've got to be able to sell that nicely and then they but can't, then, yeah, they can't bring in a, a PC and stick a PC in an Apple store because you know Mac, yeah. Macintosh won't like that. Yeah, or not Macintosh, bloody Microsoft won't like that. But then you could also argue, like we said before, it's not like your average Joe's going in and going like, yeah, I'm just going to drop twenty grand today. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so which puts us um, back in the space of who, who's buying this? Who who yeah? Who's getting this? Some big ass companies. Yeah. Um, 4K, man. 4K. That's all the rage. <laughs> 6K, 8K. So, 
I'm receiving files at work are in uh, in like 6K. So, and uh, I know I know they're capable of going to eight and twelve. It's just it's nuts how how crazy you can uh, you can film now. Yeah, I think David Fincher is shooting in like 8K now or something. His movies. He needs to calm himself down. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving. But your... yeah, that that was kind of that was kind of the tech thing. Um, I just uh, just reading that article just kind of blew me away, and I know that we talked about it last week. Um, we'll have to follow up on it closer to Christmas, um, and we'll see. We'll we'll see if anyone gets it as a Christmas present. Well, you're getting one, and I'm getting one. Just, so, like you said, the pre-order we can't the cancel button's grayed out. There's no reason I should have been on Apple's website that day, but there we go. Yeah, just happened to be using someone else's credit card as well. Well done. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I do know it's your turn for a tech bollocks question. I don't know if you wanted to do that or if, or if you want me to hit some gaming first. Uh, who what, doesn't what? love tech bollocks questions? All right. All what right. we got? Fire. Fire one off. This one came about because of this week when we've had all these dirty immigrants coming over here and stealing our drink. It's just disgusting, isn't it? I know. But it's also, we, we, we're in the boat of being dirty immigrants, but we don't tell anybody that. Sure. So here's a question. Apart from on a podcast every week. Apart from the stupid podcast. <laughs> yeah. In the future, obviously, that's when all our questions take place. Do you think Martians will care about Earthlings? So let me explain. Well, sure. Because that's a little bit weird to say. Because it kind of touches on last week's as well. Yeah. What I mean here is not aliens, not, not extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. These are terrestrials. These are humans mm-hmm. that will... Um, live on Mars, the first colonies that live on Mars. So say, let's say that we send a ship out there with five sure. 5,000 people on it. It's got some of that like 3D printing tech. They can take the rocks and they can build little, you know, houses for themselves. But that's a one-way trip. Okay. And there's like 5,000 people. I think that's the number you need to like colonize a planet because then you don't have inbreeding and, you know, right. all that. So 5,000 means that you can start a new civilization. Okay. So we send 5,000 people to Mars. They're never coming back. Sure. That's actually a thing that might be actually be happening as well, isn't it? Yeah. So if we put people... Not on that on, scale. Not on that scale. But like on that kind of scale, if you have those people, they're scientists, they're smart, they were born here, they have family here, they'll be doing communication. It's like whatever, a 20-minute delay or something. But, so, they hear, but they hear a song on their way over? No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. They put on their cowboy hats. <laughs> yeah, so they've got family here they live here they they care about earth they'll be wearing american flags and chinese flags and japanese flags and they'll they'll be representing mankind and earth and the eu and you know the international okay. space community yep but their kids will be born on mars yeah their kids will be martians mm, okay their kids don't have passports from uh india they don't know what the hell Sydney, Australia is. They don't know what a blue sky is. They've right. never seen Earth. So that generation of Martians, will they give a shit about our planet? Um, I think they definitely will. Um, as in, like they'll they'll want to come back and all that lot and and check it out. Like, what's um, Mars has already got so much to offer. Yeah, I know. It's like a desert planet and all that. Yeah. But one thing when you said that, which I found really interesting, is that, yeah, they have a Martian passport. I wouldn't put it past the government, the world, saying that anyone born on there in the first few, I don't know, whatever, hundred years, 
their passport is Earth as well. Like, because their their parents risked their lives, or you know, to to start their civilization. Right. So it's almost like, you know, um, uh, which is going away now with Brexit. But you've got a British passport, and you can use it in the EU and stuff. It's like their passport; they can go anywhere in the world. Like, uh, if they if they wanted to go back or something like that. Like, it's the privilege of their of their uh, parents going out there early and 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 uh, starting a colony and stuff. But why would you you don't think they would want to come back to Earth? Well, the 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 scenario they're predicting is that we're going to send them with enough tech to start a, mm. a new country. They'll start terraforming. They'll have some sort of maybe a dome, okay? Sure. And they'll be able to start building houses. But the basic plan is that it probably might be two generations. Mm. And in that period, we might send new people there or we might not. Right. But there's not enough stuff on Mars for them to come back. Right, okay. So unless we send extra fuel to Mars to bring people back, but that's a waste of our resources. Yeah, okay. So I think, like, after the first generation of kids, they'll grow up with their parents and they'll be like, oh, yeah, dad was American. He told me all these stories. Sure. But their kids, the grandkids of the first colonists, mm. they they just grew up on Mars with Martian parents. Right. So maybe they're off there planting all this stuff and doing all this exploring. They might just be like, you know what? We're not listening to NASA anymore. We're not listening to Command Center. Like, right. why, why do we care about this mission or go explore that rock or go do that moon? I'm going to you know, plant my farm and I'm going to take care of my family. Mm. I, 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 could, I see yeah. it in kind of like the Wild West kind of way of everyone who was out in the Wild West discovering America. They're technically Americans. Yeah, but they didn't give a crap about Washington. They ju- right, they right. Ju- they just went out to Omaha and they went out to uh, Nebraska and they went all the way up to you know Alaska to just to find land and have a farm for themselves. Sure, I do. Um, I see it a little bit like uh, well, there's one factor in it which will you've sent them off there. You said they don't have the resources to come back. So when realistically would be the next time they would want to send or could send someone to Mars? Like it, they can't come back or. Is there the possibility of coming back? I don't think there's a possibility of coming back for like decades, right? Because you're you're sending your re- all your resources to Mars to build up a new civilization. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sending um, sending resources to bring people back doesn't make sense. Like, what 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 do we get bringing one of those people back? Mm, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It, it's that kind of like pioneer thing of like you're out there on your own. Yeah. Uh, if you die well that's that's your fault <laughs> yeah yeah because i was kind of seeing it as like a little bit like star trek whereas earth's like the, the home country and like i remember in one of the episodes where the borg uh got close to earth or started to assimilate places on earth and everyone's like oh my god that's the home you know yeah i get but you. that's obviously like that no this is know, more like, like our tech but say maybe sure 30 40 years down the line so it's still yeah, well, it's still like a whatever one year two year trip to get out there yeah it's not no, it's I mean, not a quick system. You're not coming back and visiting your parents. Like you're gone. You're not coming back. Your kids aren't coming back. Your grandkids aren't coming back. Mm. Maybe your great grandkids will have the tech that they can start, you know, processing helium or something and sure. sending rockets back. Yeah. But it would they want how... to? Like would would they care? Well that's the thing. Yeah. I think they will because I think they would have heard stories from like their their parents when they were younger but then their parents probably would have set it up in the in the thing of like we're starting new life out here and we're like 
and it could be better, you know, with all the tech and 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 maybe some of the land the land over there is is awesome. So Earth will just be a fairy tale little story that they got told when they were younger, and that's where you know that's where they came from. But uh, it depends like how how they evolved on there or how what the land's like. Is it good for growth? Like, are they planting trees and it's going going nuts? You know, yeah, they've got like jungles and stuff. You know, but uh, it's interesting because yeah, they would they would always. They would always uh, be told about Earth and all the little things that happened, um, but yeah, I'd, like exactly what you said. Like, I think people will form their own little, you know, groups, or you know, people go off uh, adventuring on Mars, maybe not even to be seen again, you know, just to start another another little group somewhere else. Yeah, it just seems like a new society is going to spring up, and it, it's always that mentality of oh, it's going to go bad, but. Mm. If you create that divide, it's just like people on Mars become Martians and they'll see themselves as something separate than Earthlings. Yeah, yeah. And it's not necessarily that we'll go to war because we'll still have all the best tech and they'll have nothing. Yeah. But they'll just be like, what? no, you know what? We're not listening to you. We're turning off the radio. Screw you guys. Mm. We, have yeah, enough, the- we have enough trees and food. We're fine. That's the thing. Yeah, turning off the radio is very interesting. Like, we're closing... We're closing communication, you know. They're yeah. Like, how how are you guys doing? Like, yeah, we're, we're doing fine out here, or whatever. And then it's just like, I don't know. I, I I still see them having that communication, and like, I don't know if it's in the form of like delayed messages or webcams or something. But I can still see them doing that. But it depends. It depends what kind of technology they've got as well, and what they brought up uh, over there. Like, yeah, if they've got these lush, lush landscapes that they're living on, and and yeah, like you said, there's thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, after a while, I can see them kind of, you know, just forgetting about Earth and just being like, no, this is this is the new Earth. This is the this is the place to be. You know? Yeah. Like I see it from this perspective, like I said, of immigrants, of like your your niece, uh, she has British heritage, but she's Canadian. So like, to her when her dad's talking about England and all that stuff, it's kind of just been like, oh yeah, dad grew up in England. But, you know, she might visit on a holiday. Mm. But I don't think that her kids will see it as anything more than just like a, a, a something they attach to. Right, yeah. They'll be like, oh yeah, granddad was English. You know the way like we bump into people and they'll be like, oh yeah, my grandparents came from Ireland. And I'll be like, yeah. oh yeah, how, how many times have you been over? And like, oh yeah, yeah, I've never been over. Yeah. Like, how quickly to the point of just, like, oh, I don't care? Um, I don't I, I think I think they'll always care. I think it would be, Earth is just such a, a great place that they've come from. Even though if they're, if, if it's a grandchild talking about it, they'll be like... But you're oh, saying they, it's a great place. Yeah. How is it a great place? It's just because your grandparents told you. And obviously they'll have TV shows and books and all that. Yeah. But if you think about it from their point of view... Their grandparents chose to come to Earth, or their Mm. grandparents chose to leave Earth, and they kind of got stuck having to live on Mars on a crappy farm, Mm. dealing with all the dangers and bloody, if the dome breaks, we're screwed, and I have to work every day so I have enough food. Like, Well, that's the the resentment aspect of it. I guess it's that, but is that how the mission was was set up, or... Could it have been kind of framed as in like there's thousands of you going to 
colonize Mars and it's going to be great. We're bringing this technology with us and we know that there's a lush landscape on this ridge here and you can plant trees and they'll be like, oh, that's awesome. Like, let's start new. Or is it, guys, we need to to ship you out there and we're not really sure what the hell is going to happen. I think it's Um, probably the second one. That's that's usually how we do this stuff. (laughs) Look, guys, we're sending you to the moon. How are we getting there? We're just sticking you on the top of a rocket and we're hoping for the best. If it's the second one, then sure, more there's more likely that your children are going to resent the place and, and yeah. not really, you know. But uh, I still think it's going to be that beacon of like, one day I wonder if we can ever go back, and they'll they'll be talking about it. But I, there, there definitely will be that whole fuck you guys, like we're turning off communication. And how like, to, how quickly know. do you think it would become a definitive split in that you're a Martian? You're human, yeah, that's, that's but nuts, you're yeah. a Martian. I'm mm. a human, or I'm an Earthling. I think I think as soon as like the first kids are born and they're actually called Martians, yeah, uh, that w- that's where it will really hit home, and you'll be like, "Hang on a second here, like these guys are born on Mars. They are more Martians. They're not even like are they? Yeah, because like do they belong on Earth? Like what what happens if if they were to ever go back to Earth or something? You know, or um, there must be some physical changes. I think the gravity is a little lighter on Mars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess the atmosphere would be less. It'd be harsher in some ways. There'd be stronger UV. I don't so, have good tans. So yeah. <laughs> so maybe they'll be taller than us, or maybe they'll turn out to be a little bit stronger. Mm. Or if they get to Earth, they might find Earth a little bit too. I don't know. Windy. They're just yeah. like well, I'm not used to wind. There's, there's no atmosphere. That we deal with. Yeah, yeah. We've never had to deal with thunderstorms or snow. We've never had snow. Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. So you just be like, you guys definitely look Martian, you know? <laughs> You're just a little yeah. bit taller and a little bit paler or darker, whichever way it'll go because of the radiation and all that. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. You're like, ah, oh, man, look at that Martian over there. <laughs> I guess then it's also a case of... Because the Federation in Star Trek... They never really address that. It's just everyone's a human. Right. And everyone comes from Earth, you know? Hmm. Yeah, ne- they must have they must have like been born on like spaceships and things like that, you know? And even just on other planets, because I know and Mars yeah, has yeah. a colony. Right, yeah, that's right, yeah. So it's just definitive you can't because you can't just say you're if you were what's his name? Spock. He's called yeah. half human, half Vulcan. That's true. But he was born on Vulcan, which is a planet. But I think yeah. his mother was on Vulcan too, so you can't really say he's Earthling or Earth's his home. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realized that that's kind of a simplified way of looking at the universe because <laughs> in the future, humans will be born on every planet that the Federation's on. Mm. So suddenly you're not an Earthling, you're just a human. And this is more the loyalty thing of like, does, how, how long before people don't even associate themselves with being Earthlings? That's true, actually, yeah. Because then, yeah, eventually it's just like, yeah, just a general, I'm a human. I was born on this planet, but I'm still, I'm a human. Like, I, I, they wouldn't, I guess they would call you Martians or say if you were born on Venus or whatever. It's like, you know, a Venian. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're just a human. Venusian, and then, yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. But it's strange, like, to even call yourself, I guess, an earthling because we haven't met. I guess anyone else. So yeah. it's like, we're just, we're humans. We're human beings. But as soon, I guess as soon as we or if we ever meet 
another race or something? Are we Earthlings? I guess we definitely have to be Earthlings, or whatever yeah. they call us. Yeah, coming from the planet. That's sort of why people say that if we bump into aliens, that it'll be this kind of coming together, humanity will see itself as being like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not South African, I'm not Italian, mm. I'm Earthling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, actually, because then, like, yeah, they always say, like, will will the wars stop and will peace come, you know? But then there's other factors involved, like if we're, if we're going to be wiped out, then maybe. And if we get wiped out while well, there's people on Mars, mm. will they, get, they might have a little bit of a cry or whatever. But they're not going to be too uh, too bothered. That's I was thinking that as well. Like they're you know they're communicating with Earth or whatever, and and then Earth's like, we've got an like we're in World War Three right now. Yeah, see you guys. And they're like, so we're not sure if we're gonna. And then it just goes out, <laughs> and then it's like, oh my god, we what might was not that? ever hear from them again. What was that? Who? What happened? Huh? Yeah, Trump got reelected. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, yeah, and it just goes silent. They're like, well, we made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> Back to working on the fields, boys. Yeah, on the farm, the Martian farm. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting just how we're going to develop as um as a species. Mm. Because getting to Mars is hard enough, and then obviously the missions are all the first. I don't know, twenty missions will be just like the moon mission: get them mm. there, get them back. Because we don't have the tech to make them survive there, right? But at some point, we will develop the tech of like a, a giant 3D printer. We send that up. That builds a radiation-proof dome. And then we can send off a bunch of families and stuff and be like, all right, you're going. One-way trip. Although there is something in that. I remember hearing that. Maybe, I don't know if it's true. Maybe I just saw it in a movie. But I I think there's a rule that says that no government can claim anything in space. Oh, really? Yeah, so like the US planted a flag on the moon, but it can't actually mm. say that it owns the moon. Okay, right. Yeah, I think you're right. I've heard that as well. But what about like naming stars and stuff? Because I'm sure I heard like you can name stars or Yeah, you can buy um, you can buy it adopt You can star. buy them, can't you? But yeah. like do you really own that or is it just like a you just a, name it. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just, just a it's, it's bollocks. It's a token. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a it's something you do when you want to just impress your girlfriend and you forgot her birthday is tomorrow. Like, yeah, I got you yeah. a star. What your star? I love you. You're as beautiful as a star. It's like my ex got me that one. Yeah, Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one next to it. That's 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 the thing that I would do. I'd get a, my girlfriend a star, and then like a week later, Hubble would find it and it exploded. Like ah, oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> it's exploded and it's killed a whole solar system around it. Or I'd be like the one, you'd pick that one star, you'd be like, this one, this one's you, baby, this is you all over. Star found with alien life forms killing all other organisms. Ah, shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the xenomorph star, (laughs) and they're coming to kill us. And they've spotted Earth. God, I can't believe I got They've gone round Mars, they're (laughs) friends of Mars, they've gone round Mars. Yeah, Mars (laughs) could have deal with them saying, we don't care about those Earthlings, let them rot. Yeah. Yeah, you can have some potatoes. So I just thought that was a just a weird thing of looking at the future, just how we immigrate to new countries and just, you know, people try and keep their language and they lose it. And then they try mm. and keep a little bit of the old cultures, but they kind of lose it. And it's, you know, by the time we get to our grandkids, it's hard to keep track of how much they care. And certainly by the time we yeah. have great grandkids. Yeah. You know, uh, how many people out there listening to this now can name their great grandparents? Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, you won't get you won't get many. No, 
So I just thought that was a thing of like when we start colonizing other planets, we'll have this idea, this kind of federation idea of, oh, we're mm. all in this together. But, you know, how long before everyone's like, ah, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, exactly. We found like, we found a, a mine of, I don't know, deuterium or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, it's like what. We're not talking about Mars anymore. We're talking about that massive accomplishment on on. Uh, sorry, not talking about Earth anymore. We're talking about that massive accomplishment on Mars. You know, like yeah, they found some cave which has got like some rare animantium in it. Yeah, <laughs> or you know, and everyone's like, ah, can you guys send some of that back? It's like, no, no, that's no. changed changed the life on Mars. That's and ours. Stuff like that. we're, so. we're Martians now, so you know, go yeah. fuck yourselves, you blue bastards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking to the avatars. They go, they go, they go in the water, swimming around. It's crazy. They don't even like fish. <laughs> they don't even like fish. Yeah, ridiculous. So yeah, anybody has any thoughts on that kind of colonization? Send us a message. Tweet us at rantonbollocks, or send us an email at rantonbollocks at gmail Or just comment. let us know. Or just do what everybody does every week and just comment on the video. <laughs> yeah, just comment on the video. Let us know if you would take that ship to Mars. Like if you had the opportunity to. Yeah. Would you would you board it and uh hopefully not stop off? Yeah. Uh, would you raise your family on Mars and yeah. how long before you're just like, ah, go fuck yourselves? Yeah. Fuck you, Earth. <laughs> I don't care. It a has shit. to be it has to be those exact words. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. Go fuck your, so, go Mars yourselves. Kinda reminds me of Armageddon when uh when they're trying to blow up their thing. They haven't drilled the hole yet and they're trying to trying to blow up uh detonate remote detonate and then um they stop it and then they call nasa and they go nasa you've got a problem and it's basically you can go fuck yourselves <laughs> we're gonna drill this hole we're gonna get it done every time you mention it just remind me of that because i watched time <laughs> garden fairly recently oh yes it's one of those films just on tv all the time did you make you cry it should make you cry it's so emotional every day the way bruce willis kills himself for no reason of course yeah <laughs> he could have <laughs> There could have been so many other ways. I still love the the commentary track with Ban Ban Affleck. Ban Affleck. That's our new <laughs> that's our new motto. He he's on the commentary track and he brings up the point. I think he must have read it on like some fan page. It's like right. What? Why did they train the oil drillers to be astronauts? Why didn't they just train the astronauts to be oil drillers? Clearly, one job is much harder than the other. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true, actually. It's like this is how. Well, yeah, they even say it in the film. It's just like this is the best team. You know, you're not going to be able to get these hillbillies. But it's like, but you're training these these guys to be bloody astronauts, and yeah. some of them are like medically, you know, mentally unfit for it, and like physically unfit. Yeah, but, but the astronauts, there's no way they can learn how to turn on a drill. Of course not. That's that's something entirely different. That that could take six weeks of training, <laughs> six to eight weeks of training. <laughs> So good. Yeah. So that's our tech bollocks for this I week. I like that. That was good. That was good. Um, you got to take... We'll go into some... Yeah, we've got go to go into the next gaming. section. We don't stop now. It doesn't just end there. What's that? You don't get a break. We have to keep going. Oh, we keep going? Yeah, we keep going. We yeah. We're going straight into gaming. Finally. I've been waiting for this for like two weeks. Because I have well, no idea what happened at E3. So I have questions. I know you're going to be waiting another year. No, I know you've probably got a bunch of stuff written down. I don't give a shit. You have to answer my Why questions, questions now. Number one. Fire your questions. Damn it. I can't remember. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Tell me about down. Star Wars. They showed off. Uh, EA showed off the new Star Wars game. Yeah. They showed off. What, what were they showing off? Some Did it have lightsabers? Co- cooperative play. Okay. Um, what did they show off on it? It was a little bit of the single player, but mainly multiplayer. So they just had like some of the, some of the maps. Um, it was 
an outdoor map with some lush greenery, but you can get on all these like little different vehicles. Uh, the coolest part about it was the mi- you're still there, yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm right, just, taking, just, I'm, just, just ta- I'm just taking off my pants. I'm just getting ready for this. <laughs> T- tell me um, about the vehicles, Alex. Tell me about them all, real slowly. No, all all the um all the Star Wars uh, uh worlds come together. So uh, all the episodes. So you can be Darth Maul, um, and then you can be um Ray from the new ones as well. Okay. Um, so it's like can... all the. It's not just uh what, like one. It's all the movies. It's yeah, everything. it's all of them mixed together, and you can be Darth Vader, and that's that's Damn, just like that's a, awesome. Those are like special, special people. But uh, actually, during a press conference, they showed off Darth Maul quite a lot. And he had like, obviously, the dual uh, lightsaber things going on. And he's like a special guy on your team. So when you pick up that power, I think you become him or you can press a key and then you you become him. Uh, and he could take a lot of hits and stuff. But um, like they've upped the visuals of the of the game as well. Like it, uh, it's built on the Frostbite engine, which is the same as Battlefield and the one uh, the Battlefront from last year. Okay, but they the World they've War One one. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, but they've upped the visuals like again. It, like it's it's looking it's starting to look better in the bloody films. Yeah. Um, but the fact uh, it's got the original music and everything, um, and that you can play with all these special characters, uh, because I is I think that's what p- people are criticizing in the first one was. I want to play as Darth Maul, or oh, the new films are out. Like, why, why can't I be Ray? You know, I just watched that film. Like, why can't I be her? So they're really hitting a nail in the head because uh, they know that people are going to be watching a new Star Wars film because it comes out around the same time. But they know there's going to be people that are going to go back and watch some of the originals and stuff. So uh, to be able to select your character and say, like, yeah, I just saw this film. I want to be this guy. It's going to be, it's going to be sweet. Um, and they've done a introduced a couple of new game modes as well, but. They didn't focus as much on the single player. They just showed us some cooperative stuff, but uh, mainly uh, multiplayer. And I think they had the the, uh, the single player is the Return of the Jedi story, isn't it? From the trailer, um, it's some. Uh, there was it's the, not... there was that uh, the black squatted like special team, and they and own, they look um... at the death, they look at the Death Star blowing up. Yeah, that was it. And then she takes it takes off her helmet. It's a girl and. Like, yeah, that's a single player. I don't know too much about it. All I know is like it is following its own its own storyline, but within the film story. I've heard that know? it's like, canon. So I've heard that the story in this single player is canon, and that it'll it'll tie into the movies. Oh, sweet. Okay. I don't know if That'll it'll be... change anything in the movies, but whatever happens in this is an official Star Wars story. Right. Right. So maybe they go off and I don't know, kick Luke Skywalker in the balls or something, and that's like, ah, oh, that's why Luke Skywalker has a limp. Or whatever. <laughs> um, and did they say how many people can play it? Like, what's the multiplayer it, level? It's still it's still sixty four. Um, I know they they get asked that a lot because as soon as you introduce like a hundred or two hundred people, it's really hard to manage the game. Because can you imagine just spawning and then suddenly you just die straight away and you spawn and you just die because there's so many people on the map. I'm pretty so shit at the game though, so that could happen with like four people. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's why you, maybe you should play sixteen or thirty-two because yeah. uh, when you play a sixty-four multiplayer map, they really do think about like all the places that you can spawn and uh, where, uh, like, re uh, spawn. Yeah, re, you know, uh, come back to life and stuff. But um, uh, yeah, so, so like some of the maps are built for sixteen players, and they've designed them just for that. But I don't think they wanted to go above sixty-four, and also like um, even the hardware, like the new Xbox and stuff. Maybe that can handle it, but like the PlayStation or the Switch can't, or something. So not that it's coming out on the Switch. And the so. you said there's vehicles on the level. So like, how how much integration is there? Because I remember playing 
uh, bloody whatever the PlayStation one we used to play all the time, and he could have some guy could be in the 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 chopper, whatever, like oh, yeah. starships, and one guy could be on the ground. On different ones, they'd have uh, tanks or whatever. But I I yeah. don't remember if they had all three. I don't think they ever yeah. had uh, soldiers, tanks, and planes. Oh yeah, they've got the X wings, the Tie fighters, all of those guys. They've got the tanks. In this new one, they had um, all uh, on the, from- all on the same map. All on the same map, yeah. They had Ooh-wee. some of the some of the some of the robots from Clone Wars. In fact, you could be. I think one of the fights they were showing, like everyone was like one of the Clone War robots, um, and then uh, you know, like Boba Fett was in there and stuff. And then suddenly you saw Darth Maul. Then you saw Rey. You know, so it's like shit. This is awesome. They're mixing all the worlds together, um, and then like it just visually looked awesome. They've got all the original soundtracks, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a real good treat. That is awesome. That is great. That was one of their that that was like their finisher of the show. But what they also did was um they had a sixty four player match live in the in the studio and they played it for like three hours straight. Wow. So they just so they just had it live streaming and people were just watching it for three hours straight. What and then you can just basically learn about the game. So that was Although uh, I heard that was pretty sweet. This is the one article I read of the whole week, because I think it popped up on one of my feeds, was that oh, e- yeah. EA's conference was a bit of a shit show to be honest like not many of them were that great like ea's conferences are always a bit cheese balls and like they've always got their fifas and their maddens and stuff but um people uh people don't like ea just to start with uh, <laughs> they don't like them they just don't like them as a company we They're love your games huge. just don't touch us but uh, like even then like the games people love so this battlefront and battlefield people love them but it's it's dice like a swedish company and ea just bought them so ea just bought a really good company and now they operate under ea but um people yeah they just don't like them because they keep buying these companies out and then like destroying the soul of the company because people leave but um they're redeeming themselves a little and they're doing that with like battlefront and and battlefield but uh yeah, I mean, they criticize, like, a lot of their sports games, like, they just come out every year, and it's just like, oh, now the jerseys have, like, this fabric uh, fabric physics, the court is, uh... Oh, yeah, I know, is, we, we grew you know, up every year. EA were just, what? they're such pricks. You and your FIFA, like, you used to buy FIFA a lot, didn't you? Yeah, it's like, every year you get the new FIFA, and you're like, God, just update something. Yeah, I know. I don't care if the grass looks like it's three inches longer or whatever exactly i want the game but to be better you cheap bastards they did show off um uh so last year fifa had a single player and you got, uh played a, a footballer called alex hunter and apparently that went down really well people loved the single player to it so the new one fifa 18 is going to continue that story and it's got like ronaldo in the game as well so the ronaldo is like an actor in the game who uh is competing against you alex hunter but um so that seems kind of interesting um, and they've also put a single player on Madden. So Madden's huge. So that's now got its own single player. Whereas before it was just, I'm going to go in and have a game against my buddy or play like a simulated tournament. Oh yeah, they started that with FIFA. Yeah, you could you, yeah. You play your career and all that as like yeah. you pick your position. But it's pretty sweet that they've got these single players now and you can go through like the one, the FIFA one. I played a demo of it last year and it was... Um, you know, like he's he's in the trials for Manchester United, and if you don't get through, then you actually get bumped down, um, and you have to play like in another league and stuff. Or if you do win, then you go into Manchester United, but you're on the bench and you've got to prove yourself, and then it plays out a storyline. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I wonder. I don't think anybody's going to play much except for maybe receiver and quarterback in Madden, right? 
Oh yeah, well yeah. You're I just guess gonna so play the blocker. One. You're like, okay, block. Yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna do. End of the, press end one of the game. End of the game. Okay. Next <laughs> next move, block, and then yeah, yeah. Um, the other one that so the, the standout one for me for EA is a game called A Way Out, and it's a Prison Break game, and this is the really cool part about it. It's only cooperative. You can only play the game cooperative. Oh yeah, so, I like that. So, and you and your you and your buddy, it's got uh, it's got a good kind of uh, story narr- narrative to it. I think it's built on like that Battlefield engine, that Frostbite, so it looks great. Um, but you've got to work together. Uh, uh, to start with, you're not even in the same cell, but like you've got to um, like they take the toilet off, and then there's like a hole behind it, kind of thing, and you climb through. But then you meet your buddy. And then you've got to use, like, both of you have got to uh, use your weight or something to get uh, up against a wall and then lift the other guy up and then little scenarios like that. So I don't know how else it's going to pan out. But the cool thing is you can't just you can't just turn your PlayStation on in the morning and say, like, I'm going to have a quick game. You've got to actually set up something with your buddy or play, you know, with someone online. Yeah. So, it sounds like, it, um, like a video game version of an escape room. It really is, yeah. So, and then um, eventually, from the looks of the things in the trailer, you get out of that prison, but then you're on the run. So it's basically cooperative prison break. <laughs> but uh, it looked awesome, and the story and everything was like, it's like these two brothers or something. But uh, it looked really interesting, and the whole cooperative only part stood out. And um, apparently, it was getting some good reviews from people, like from what some people got to play it, and they said it plays really great. So that was kind of uh, EA. That's a nice. EA. That's a nice change from like you said, like the big exclusives, and you have all your Fifas and Maddens. Are like, oh, that's probably one of those little indie companies they bought up. I guess uh, it could have been. That's the thing. Yeah, someone who like it's one of their smaller companies in there playing it. So, um, but that was that was pretty cool from EA. Like it was it was okay. The conference. Uh, everyone was looking for, forward to Battlefront Two. To be honest, and that was their ending. Um, that's all I cared about. So yeah. So and then, but it was nice to see. Uh, a way out the cooperative one from it so what was um, the biggest surprise of the weekend like what was the thing that was there anything that made people go oh holy crap didn't see that there was coming. a there was a couple of surprises um there was actually um there was another company uh bethesda so they they actually bought id software the guys that made doom they bought them uh like five years ago but they own doom and they own fallout but they actually they're bringing out doom vr so they're bringing out doom the new Doom, which is great, Holy but the crap. entire the, the entire game is in VR, and um, you you teleport around like that um, Robo Recall one that yeah. we were playing. That's how you teleport, but like that, it's a scary game, but it's also got a lot of action in it and chainsaws and whatever. So that was quite a surprise. Doom VR, and they showed off a lot of Fallout VR. So I like that they were hitting the VR stuff because you need big companies like that to really push uh, push like the the visuals. Because it's it's easy to kind of, you know, throw someone in a in a room with a couch and like a little TV and say, "Hey, you're in VR. You can watch Netflix in VR." And they're like, "Oh, that's impressive." But when you get these big companies saying like, "You can play Doom, the new Doom in VR," and chainsaw someone in half, and then go up here and look at the vistas on Mars, you know, they're going to be like, "Oh my God, this is like I really feel like I'm there. It's crazy." So that was that was a big highlight. I just um, the thing about that Doom is I don't know how the mechanics will work because Doom is so fast paced. It is, and even in the in, even in the demo that they showed, it looked 
it looked a little awkward because you know when you teleport like even in uh, robo recall the one like you kind of teleport and then you've got to look around to kind of get your whereabouts yeah it's it disorientating felt, it, yeah it felt a little bit like that it's that's how they're doing it but um maybe it's possible that they're slowing the game down just a tad to to help with the vrness but maybe because when you're in vr you won't notice it is because by the time you've kind of looked uh, and found where you are you're re- you're ready to shoot and then they're they're a little bit slower possibly that just work if you have like one your right hand has a gun model like they give you a little gun thing when you buy the game mm. and then your left hand just has the little control pad to make your run um the only thing with that is um people don't like to run like that because of motion sickness because you're running and you're not actually running so a lot of people get uh motion motion sickness but a lot of developers choose uh, 50-50. Some do like that, uh, and they feel like you can move around a lot more. But you you lose your audience because a lot of people feel sick. So yeah, um, not yeah, not everyone has has their VR legs for it. So I think you and I we got we were quite used to it. Like though uh, that space one really made me like uh, feel feel quite queasy. Whereas you were just like ah, grabbing hold of this, I'm doing this, you know. What about like uh, a release so. button? So like you're constantly walking. Mm. but then you hold the button you stop walking you can turn around you could do but then it becomes a bit like time crisis where you're on not on rails but it's a little bit like to have to if you're always stopping i feel like you've got more control if you No, no what i mean is you your your avatar in the game mm. is set up that they're constantly going to walk forward no yeah that's and what then i mean you, but you press stop and you can turn and face a different direction let go of stop and you'll start walking that way so it's Possibly. it's still full control. Mm. It's just that instead of having to press a forward button, it just gives you a standard like walking motion. The only thing is then like maybe your right hand stick when you're shooting, maybe because you're always walking forward and you've got to hold on to it, you can never have like a left hand gun or you can never interact with your left hands because you've got to always use that to go and stop or Yeah. I don't know. It's tri- it's tricky, man. Like um it's definitely a floor uh because i mean the, the ultimate thing is to have a 360 treadmill and they're out there as well but yeah. who's buying one of those for their you know for their living room and they probably cost a bomb as well they probably cost like two grand just to have one i really want to see yeah i want to see a good game set in like a starship we went over this we keep going over this <laughs> i know yeah i you're, think you're, that, this I, is your ultimate game isn't it i'm just thinking to try and deal with the way vr has its limitations Mm. It it can't quite compete with the kind of games people play nowadays, because you can't play Battlefield in VR because you can't run, you can't yeah, you can't yeah. crouch. It, like your physicality is kind of limited. Yeah, that's why I think like that Star Trek, uh, uh, was it, De- uh, bridge bridge crew bridge crew. I think that's gonna. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a way of going about it. Uh, yeah, the cool thing with that one is I don't think you need to walk around so much in it, and you might you might not even walk around at all. You're just at your station, you know. Yeah. So if you so. just kind of take that, but make the environment you're in a little bit more interactive, you got to look around, you got to deal with stuff. Yeah, I think that could be a good way of like just getting people in and until you figure out the bloody motion dynamics, or you make yeah. make make really cheap 360 treadmills. <laughs> yeah exactly it might it might come to that you never know unless they crack you know this 360 movement and you never know like a big company like this bethesda they might have cracked it they might have got even better um i think the best movement i've seen is is that robo recall because 
you're telling it where you teleport, but if you move the stick, you're also telling it what direction you want to face, which is pretty awesome. So you never know, maybe they've um, evolved that even further in the Doom, and it might even be more intuitive. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's like your head, you just have to turn your head to, to move it or something. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's it's exciting. Uh, it's It's very hard to talk about VR because... There's so few people have used it and, uh, and know what we're talking about, but the fact that they're bringing these big games like Doom and Fallout is is a big a big thing. I think for them. next month we'll try and do some more reviews, video reviews, and just so people can see the VR games as we're playing them. Yeah, there's what actually one that I want to do for sure uh, is I want to just record you playing the Batman game because it's uh, it's very quick actually, it's not very long, and right. just your your reaction to it because you get to put on the bat suit and things like that. Um, and then also there's hang on, I gotta take uh, off I've, my pants again. I'm getting excited. Take off your pants. <laughs> and there's also um, uh, another one I wanted to talk about, but uh, I put that in the movie section, so you'll hear about that later on. Oh, you tease, you big tease, yeah. Tease. All right. So the best thing then was that was a good surprise. Um, what was a shitty was, surprise? Give me, give me a low point, Al. Tell me who screwed a low up. Point. Who needs um, a slap in the face? Yeah. Who needs a slap in the face? Exactly. Um. You know what? <clears throat> I'd say, I'd say Ubisoft, the guys that do like. Far I thought you were going to say Sa- me. Well, I mean, <laughs> every every you. week, every week for you. <laughs> yeah. Now Ubisoft for me were boring. Uh, they they had we got a new Assassin's Creed, which it's in Egypt. It's like okay, sure. I'm just bored of those games. And then they have this Far Cry Five, which uh, Far Cry Five, which is um, is just like I don't know. It's it's kind of, it just looks like the other ones. And then they've got this deal with Nintendo and they're doing um I don't know if you know about their like weird rabbits rabbit dudes like um they've got these like crazy hopefully this is a game this isn't like some weird disturbing <laughs> no, news story got, you're going to ta- talk about they've got these little characters and they call them like uh rabbits rabbits or something and they're just like these nutcase little rabbits like psycho rabbits and oh yeah we um, played that game on the Wii yeah we did yeah you know the ones yeah so so they've got a partnership with the Mario. Where you play the Wii and just look like you're jerking off all the time. Yeah, I get that. I, I got that picture, yeah. I think it was you, <laughs> wasn't it? It probably was, um, me. And uh, yeah, so it's Mario and these rabbits, and it's like a turn-based little action game for the Switch, which is really interesting. So the fact that they're mixing Mario and like the princess and Luigi in with these guys, but it's like a little turn-based game where uh, you say, like, Mario, you move here, and then my next step i'm going to be like jump over the wall and then my next step is you shoot him it's like a really weird scenario but i don't know their their whole conference is a bit boring like i didn't even take anything out of it and say like oh i'm gonna buy that whereas like the doom i'm like i'm probably gonna buy that doom i'm definitely gonna play that cooperative game we're gonna play um we're gonna play battlefront 2 but ubisoft like i didn't take any game out of it and think oh this is gonna be awesome the new assassin's creed was their biggest one but i'm just I don't care about the Egypt setting, and I've I've gone around in a bar an hour. I've played Horizons, you know, so then they weren't introducing anything like groundbreaking for me. Um, and then the Xbox, uh, good old Xbox. This is one thing that kind of pissed me off. Well, two things that pissed me off is so they do have a new Xbox. Do you know what it's called? It's called the Xbox One X. What? It's, it's not just, called it's Scorpio. Just, it's not called Scorpio. That's it's it. They get a slap in the space. Yeah, they get a slap in the face, and it is Xbox like, One, box. What a guy! I don't even remember it. Xbox One, X. space box three four. What? Yeah, pretty much. Xbox, Xbox One X. Yeah, and you got Xbox One S as well, which is the one right now. That's like the slim one. But nah, then you got Xbox One bollocks. X. It's, Xbox One X. 
It's it's so super confusing. Off. And guess what? It's four ninety nine US. So that means it's going to be five ninety nine Canadian, possibly more after tax. You're talking about you're talking about close to seven hundred dollars in Canada um, for a console, which, funny enough, uh, doesn't play any unique games. You could just buy an Xbox One S for two fifty. I, I could now. buy an iMac so. lap, you know, keyboard for that. Oh yeah, one of those <laughs> new keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> Seven hundred bucks for so. so, I guess it comes down to is it worth it? Like, is this? Did they show the four K against what PlayStation four K is? And you're just like, oh my god, it's like looking through a a dumpster full of trash, and the other one looks like Van Gogh <laughs> painting on top of a mountain. They did. Uh, that's uh, that's a it's <laughs> a good way of putting them. Uh, they did. They did show that. They did say like these are true four K, and it's got this, it's got that. Um, the, the trouble is, and this is what I'm reading, and this is kind of how I feel as well, is they might have gone wrong because I'm not sure how many people care about 4K. Because I don't have a 4K TV. You don't have a 4K TV. I, I don't actually know. The only person I know that has a 4K TV is my brother. And that's just because his TV died and he had to get one. And he was like, well, I'm not going to buy 1080 because it's 2017. I'll just, you know, I'll, like you can barely even find 1080p TVs now. But no one, no one's rushing out to get. A yeah, 4K no one's TV. replacing their TVs. So, and I read a stat that only ten percent of people have four K TVs right now. So you could argue that like their market of the seven hundred dollar console is just for like, that ten percent. So it's not going to work out for them. It does make the older games and the ten eighty p games look better, but not like crazy amounts. Like you could put them side by side and walk by the TVs and not notice. You'd have to stop and go. Oh yeah, okay, okay. I can see that's a little bit smoother or whatever, you know. So seven hundred dollars. This is the thing. Uh, the thing. Sony have this um, PlayStation Pro, which is four hundred, four fifty. Uh, the smart thing for them to do would be in November, because that's when the Xbox One X comes out. Uh, they just lower their console for fifty, seventy-five dollars, and it's like boom. There's another slap in the face. So why did they not rename the damn console? They should have renamed it to something like I. Honestly, I, I like the whole uh, Sony naming Pro. Okay, it's a Pro console. This one, it's just like, if you were to say to someone, "Do you want the X?" Like you're on the phone with them, and you're like, "Do you want the Xbox One X or do you want the what, Xbox One S?" You you you'd have to ask like, "What's the difference?" Yeah. Whereas if you say say to someone, "Do you want the PlayStation Four or do you want the Pro?" Immediately you're going to know, oh, the Pro must have more RAM or something, you know. So, um, so that's already confusing for people. Yeah. Uh, and the and Xbox then the price Ultra. There, and the price hard? difference, it's like it's like three hundred fifty price difference between the two. So you can play they, two PlayStation, but they but they all play the same games. Like as in the Xbox One S plays all of the Xbox One X games. So the only reason why you're spending seven hundred is so that it looks good on a four K TV. So does it look good? Like is it really like a step up? Like if they it's have they kind of positioned yeah. it so that in a year's time or two years time it'll be the standard. Or is it just like, um, it's a little better? No, it's it's really, really impressive for a console. It's got like faster hard drive. It's got faster CPU, memory, everything. It's actually smaller than the Xbox One S as well. It's the smallest Xbox. Um, so it's like, it looks the business. It is the business. Uh, the only thing is it's down to the developers. It's down to say like, if you and I are making a game and we're like, okay, we're going to bring it out on the PlayStation. We're going to bring it on the Xbox and the Switch. And then suddenly Xbox go oh, have you made it work for this new console? Like, have you made it look amazing? And we're like, well, that's going to cost us like this developer hours to really, you know, um, 
make sure we're using your console right and stuff we we kind of want to bring the game out in november you know and uh, like if we if we have to uh you know make it look amazing on your console that's going to be another two months you're going to delay our game and stuff like that so uh however if the tools are easy to do that they don't have to do a lot of work it could work out really nicely for them because then it's like assassin's creed you know on playstation 4 it's like 1080p but on xbox it's 4k and it's like that was easy for us to implement so if they can do things like that that will set them aside because then people in in like eb games if they could see oh that does look quite a lot better you know but um i'm not sure if it's going to work out like that for them i think it might be more smaller results it might be like hey it's gonna his cape's gonna flap in the wind a little bit more <laughs> like i'm serious man it's like and then there's three more clouds and some birds <laughs> give us give us your 700 so is um, did they bring out a game then did they do they have a new game that they say this, this is, the, is the one this is this is the only one um this is the other downside to them unfortunately is they showed off forza motor 7 uh motorsport 7 it looked amazing it was 4k 60 frames a second it was incredible um and it was running on the console and everything but the two minus the takeaways from it was i can get it on windows because it's coming out on windows and you can just get it on the xbox one s it's just not 4k it's still 60 frames a second it's just not 4k so you can like they kind of spoil um you know the reason for buying the console it's like oh this looks great oh i can play it on my current one ah well i don't need to upgrade then you know yeah unless unless you're an enthusiast and you've got the 4k tv and you're like i've got to have the best and there are lots of people out there like that but there aren't you know millions and millions out there like that so well i guess then the the other thing then is vr because you know we're the vr podcast Mm. i guess is is it connected for vr like the point of having 4k then is then you have two two visions they didn't mention that and i think what they're doing is they're actually they're waiting to see how vr pans out because it's still kind of early so i think if in the next year or two like if playstation vr they're seeing if that dies or not and if it dies then it's like oh you've made that mistake sony and you spent a lot of money on that mistake but if it comes through then Xbox are going to be like in partnership with Oculus because they've been in partnership with them before, and then they'll Microsoft, have this Microsoft on them, don't they? And then they'll have um, they'll have like a really uh, powerful system for it. So interesting. But, yeah. So um, it seems they, like Xbox are going more long term. I think so. Yeah. But then, ah, yeah, it's 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 difficult, um, and in. I like that they all their games are on Windows because I have a Windows computer, but it kind of puts down the Xbox co- console itself because there's a lot of other people with you know Windows machines and there's people like we were talking about in a tech talk where they're building these pro pro machines. But hey, if I can play Halo on that machine, there's no need for me to buy an Xbox now. Yeah, you know? exactly. You're so, kind of competing against yourself. Yeah, so it's a good thing and a bad thing. But um, the one thing that they did. Uh, announced which i thought was pretty awesome is they're going to be bringing original xbox games to the xbox one system so the cool thing about this is like so there's only ever been three xboxes the xbox one the xbox 360 uh, sorry the xbox the xbox 360 and then the xbox one so you're going to be able to play pretty much every single game they've ever brought out soon like when they they're, they're slowly bringing out all the games that, that you can play uh, but I think that's pretty awesome that you're, you're able to play any any single game on all those systems. Whereas you've got a PlayStation 4, you can't play PlayStation 1, 2, or 3 games on that. You can only play like a few of them here or there. 
Yeah, that's so true. That is that f- could be a selling point, I guess. Yeah. Can you imagine playing like Tony Hawk's Skateboarder 2 on the Xbox that came out in 1998 or something? <laughs> So like, that's kind of cool like you, that you are able to play it at least. Yeah, yeah. they're playing that loyalty market card. That's yeah. pretty smart. Yeah, I like that. And and they've actually got some good uh, pricing for it as well. It's not like through the roof pricing or anything. So they're, that was cool. They're not doing a Nintendo. <laughs> oh, you want to play Mario again? Well, here's another $40, please. You son of a bitch. Goodness me. Oh, yeah, that Street Fighter just went down the shitter. Like it reviewed so badly and it was... Um, there's a gaming site out there called Eurogamer. I, I like read their articles a lot. The guy hated the game. He goes he goes, I absolutely hate reviewing this Street Fighter game because of the price. Solely on the price. Right. He's like, I'm on the Xbox store right now and it is two dollars ninety nine. I'm on the Switch store and it's forty nine ninety nine. Oh my god. And it's like and it's pretty much the same game and they just had to like it's just ridiculous, and just having it, just reading his review, he was so annoyed with it. But uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Nintendo had a pretty good showing. Um, do you have you heard of the game Rocket League? I have it's not. Fairly, Rocket League's a really a really popular indie game that came out last year. And your cars, it's basically football and cars. So you're you've got to knock your knock the ball with your car into the goal, and there's like three against three. But with the cars, you can like drive up the wall and stuff. It just got. It was just super, super popular. Um, it's like millions and millions of, uh, of players. Still is really popular. So they announced that for the Switch, which is quite big news. Um, they announced a Pokemon and Metroid game for next year. So that's also. Like, they're just teases, but they're pretty. It's cool. Like everyone loves Pokemon. We know how popular that was on the mobile. Um, and then Metroid. Uh, everyone loves Metroid, uh, and a lot of people have been waiting for a new one. So that's. Uh, that, those are pretty cool. S- teases so it lets people know hey there's going to be some games in 2018 to play and then um the big one they did was that mario game that mario odyssey so it looks like mario 64 which is awesome because i think that's what everyone wants the thing i just can't get over is they've put him in a human world so he's running around with human beings and i i always see mario in his own little cute mushroom world you know and like fighting bowser and fight you know like why is he running around with human beings like what the fuck's going on so he's supposed I think, to be a human being i think they've been smoking some of the good stuff uh but i i've got faith in in nintendo and obviously mario is their flagship guy so i think that's going to be a pretty awesome game and that is out in november so that's going to be sweet that's going to be like fighting like the xbox systems and the call of duties and the battlefronts but it's going to do well because like as soon as you see mario a new mario game and everyone loves mario 64 and if you if like the reviews are saying this is like mario 64 it's gonna it's gonna do really well for the system uh the only thing nintendo need to do is they need to keep the games coming because sure they've teased this pokemon and metroid but what else is there you know like they mentioned like a captain toad game and a yoshi game but um i can't help but they're just like kind of pumping out the same shit just like oh we've we've played a a, a side-scrolling yoshi game we've played that before it's like it's like the hollywood system they're just rebranding rebooting making sequels reimagining it's like people need people need a new game yeah don't give me assassin's creed 5 i don't care (laughs) well that's the other interesting thing is um ea uh with fifa so fifa on the switch is not using the same engine so it uses the battlefield engine they're they're downgrading it to like some other engine so it's going to look like the xbox 360 version so that's kind of shitty but at the same time it's it's still pretty awesome to play an xbox 
like 360 game type game which still looks pretty good on the go like you're on the train you know and you're able to play that so uh we'll have to we'll have to see how that pans out but i think a lot of people are expecting it to be like up there of the playstation 4 and xbox one type of fifa but they're like no unfortunately we had to dumb it down and stuff so uh we'll have to wait and see but fifa is always a big seller on all consoles and if you can play fifa on the train on this big screen against someone else then it looks pretty awesome it could do well so it could be a good selling point yeah it, it could be it, yeah. could, it could go down that route of like the the pokemon go like if you can get more of a like a community vibe to your games that might be a way yeah. of nintendo hooking hooking more people into getting that switch totally because they sure shit aren't doing it with the amount of games they're releasing take it off the shelves <laughs> take it off the shelves switch um and then lastly just sony uh like i'm a big like i'm a big sony fanboy but ah uh, they didn't really they didn't really do too well they showed off lots of little games here and there they showed off god of war which was great i knew i knew we were expecting that one remake um, sequel actually uh, there is compl- one remake i know that they released new one. i saw because it got a bit of attention shadow of the colossus. shadow of the colossus yeah, yeah i got that one that's a huge game for the playstation 3 so that when they no one was expecting that that was a well well hidden secret so when that when that was shown off um there was a lot of happy people that was which was sweet uh and then the other good thing even though i don't have playstation vr they showed off like five or six playstation vr games on the main stage which was really impressive so um it's good to see them backing it because there's people out there who spent six hundred dollars on a headset and if uh, they've been known to back out on their on their uh like hardware because they've got like this little vita console which is like a mobile console and that came out as soon as it came out it didn't do too well and like two years later they stopped showing it at conferences and everyone's like whoa we just spent three hundred dollars on this thing and you're not even showing it off anymore so a lot of people were fearing that they were going to do shut it up vr so, shut up nope. all right we'll kill you we have enough money. We can kill all of you. We're Sony. Exactly. Well, gotcha. <laughs> so, um, so they showed off some good games, and then uh, they showed off like lots of other little little games here and there, and they ended on Spider Man, which looked phenomenal. Like it looked really, really good. Right. So um, now I haven't played to... a, a Spider Man game since I think it was PlayStation Two. Oh, really? And yeah. that was the one that had like had the amazing system of web swinging. Th- it was just the yes, most intuitive. Yeah thing you could just hit like it didn't make any sense because you'd swing from things that weren't there and you couldn't see them but it just got you around the city and once you got into like the rhythm and the groove and you know they must have copied that like everyone copies arkham asylum yeah but ever since they made that spider-man game i think every other spider-man game since then they kind of did something new totally and everyone's like just do the one that worked i know um they are copying that exact system this is the good thing though because i know you and i with the movie we're like sony what are you doing uh it's not sony they've hired they've uh, farmed it out to a team called insomniac and they've done a lot of really good games on the playstation so it's in really good hands which is great it's just sony doing their branding shite yeah they'll probably promote the shit out of the game just like they are with uh homecoming but uh i'm glad they're not actually making the game like internal team when's it coming out then so uh it's not until 2018 but i think they said it was early 2018 so it could be like a february game Uh, basically the same and that's an exclusive isn't it oh that's exclusive yeah Yeah. that's gonna be see now that that tips that tips at this the playstation again i'm like ah i don't know if i want an xbox now i like i like spider-man it looked really really good so uh hopefully hopefully they come through but uh overall just to go back on the E3 predictions, I did predict that the Xbox is going to be 499 
and it was i predicted that they were going to show off god of war which i got right i didn't get nintendo right i thought they were going to show off smash brothers but they didn't they did instead they did pokemon and metroid uh and in ea we kind of knew that it was going to be battlefront 2 and stuff but uh i was kind of happy about the 499 i'm like yeah i got that right but at the same time i'm like ah i i want microsoft to do well i just think that's too high but they've done it in the past and they might just lower the price like after six months they might be like oh we're getting we're getting hammered here like we need to lower the price so we'll see but well, that's uh, pretty good good job on the predictions my prediction yeah, didn't come yeah. through i predicted that the chairman of sony would drive a truck to the microsoft crowd but that didn't happen <laughs> Just throwing, oh, just throwing out PlayStations, be like, "Here, PlayStations for everybody." They're so much cheaper than your Xbox. That's one thing to note. Actually, they did a really good job on um, uh, Sony. Sorry, did a really good job on that presentation. Uh, so whenever they presented a game, they showed it off. But in the studio, that where everyone was sitting, they had like a live set going. So if there was ever water going, they'd have a waterfall on, uh, like in the studio. And if there were flames, they'd get like you know flames to be going around. And then. Um, there was this one game where there were like this these dead bodies in the game just hanging from the ceiling, <laughs> and then they had these actors just hanging from rope in in the main hall. So and then all this the what lights happens and if you bring up that so. stupid console that we will not mention. You mean the <laughs> yeah, Viva? Yeah. Shut up, you're dead. Hang him from the roof. Yeah, exactly. Hang him. But uh, they did a good job. Like I mean, because everyone there have been waiting hours to come in and stuff, so it's it kind of elevates their presentation a bit to to the next level. And they always play like live music and stuff. They've got like a live orchestra that plays along with all the all the things. Here's a quick so. thing: Is it a bit weird that now we have so many of these damn conferences? Like that's the way you have to release games and shit now. Well, this is kind of funny actually because. Uh, I know that you love Red Dead Redemption yep. and Rockstar. And Rockstar are so big, they don't ever go to these conferences because they don't give a fuck. Because they're like, oh, we'll just, we'll just announce the game whenever we want. So I feel like um, E3 is just like, it's good for it's good for business. It's good for the uh, industry. But um, like PlayStation are even branching off and they're doing their own one. So every Christmas they do PlayStation Experience. And I think it's going to go down that way. I reckon another another few more years of e3 and i think everyone's gonna have their own like xbox will have like xbox reveal like every june but i'm not sure if they'll all be together i'm for guessing too much this longer. whole thing started after apple started doing their apple things right um it started around the same time because they've actually apple yeah apple's been going for a long long time but the e3 i'm not sure how long it's been going for but it's been going for about like 15 to 20 years for quite a while yeah it's weird it's uh, like everybody just, just decides you got to be you got to be steve jobs in it you can't i know you can't just release something no you gotta have a big stage and some guy walking around telling you how crap your old computer is that you bought six months ago i know but it it, it, it generates hype and people love it and oh, i yeah, have I to know. admit like i i love i love uh, tuning into them as well but it's when you get a shitty conference you're just really yeah good. <laughs> that's what i mean you're just like <clears throat> They're just, we're expecting like these great conferences from like these guys who spend 20 hours a day programming machines. And I stuff. know, I know. Like, and, and this is, this is the, this is the tough part as well. It's like, they're trying to finish the game and you know that someone comes into their office in like May or April and goes, we need a trailer for E3. Yeah. They're like, fuck the trailer. We're like, we're, we're trying to finish the game. Yeah. And then you need a team just to make that trailer or we need people to play the game. So, um, that you have to make a demo and it's not easy to make your own little contained demo while you're trying to make the real game so you have to set off and make a 
you know, take take ten people off your development team to make a demo for E3. But you can argue that if your game is at E3 and it's reviewing really well and people are playing it, it's going to generate generate even more buzz. You know, yeah, but it's crazy. Yeah, it's just weird. That's that's our culture now of like panels and comic cons and E3. Oh and, yeah, you know. We, we, I never, I never used to be into the Comic Con stuff, but now I, I really enjoy even watching. I don't watch those live as much. I usually watch the highlights on YouTube, yeah. but I enjoy actually looking at them, like especially that Guns of the Galaxy one. Yeah, I just, I'm just waiting to see somebody do something a little n- new. Yeah, you know, I think it will happen eventually, but it's like one of those things. It's like we're waiting for Apple to innovate a little bit, and it's as soon as as soon as that happens, you know, the I guess everyone else will follow, but. Yeah. Yeah. Seventeen thousand dollar Xbox coming next year. <laughs> yeah. In uh, in chrome black. All right. So what are you most excited for then? Not much, I guess. Just Battlefield. Um, I'm excited uh, for yeah the new uh, the new Battlefront. I'm excited to see um, the new Mario game. Even though I haven't got a Switch, I'm, I'm still not interested in a Switch. But I, you know, I'm excited to see the Mario stuff. And then uh, God of War got me very interested, but I don't think that's till 2018. So honestly, I think. Um, this Christmas it's going to be Battle Battlefront Two, yeah. probably the new Call, Call of Duty. Seeing what that's like, and hopefully like maybe Doom VR and a couple of VR things. Well, when we have our all night Battlefront Two, as we prepare for the new Star Wars movie, I'm going to make a prediction that if I can get into a ship, even if we're on the same team, <laughs> I'm crashing yeah. the ship into you. <laughs> Give it a go. I just want to see it happen. <laughs> yeah, just dive bomb with an X X wing right into the back of your head. And we should try the uh, uh, our way out that cooperative EA game as well. Yeah, See if we can get that'd be pretty cool. So, if not, there'll be no out. there'll be no podcast next week. Exactly. We're still on We're the game. Stuck. We can't get out of it. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Delayed because of the game. <laughs> it's like we're still in prison. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the roundout of E3. Um, and I don't think we'll be hearing any more games news until August. I think there's a games show. Uh, in Germany, Ger- the Germans love their games, so there's one there, and then, yeah, then it will be kind of leading up to the good old November season where all their games come out for Christmas. Yeah, we'll just have to play some more Wipeout so. between now and then, make more videos. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. M- movies, ready to go? Oh yeah, let's all get right, some movies. onto some movies. Um, yeah, a, a smaller list for me. Obviously, games was a big one. Um. I was just going to say, I felt like I've been talking <laughs> do you want to start? Now, do you want to start with news, or <laughs> do you want to start um, with a quick spoiler review of Wonder Woman now that you've seen it? Which way you want to go? Um, let's do let's do a little bit of uh, right. the spoiler of Wonder Woman. We could talk about that. I know we were talking about that fresh. Like you, you already had your thoughts on it, but um, uh, man, I I I've had some time to think about it. I saw it like yeah. Oh, I've been it's like two weeks uh, or actually more than a week ago so I really enjoyed it man I thought I thought it was great um there was some like I've got written down here some of my like favorite moments the ending for sure wasn't wasn't the best but compared to their other DC films I was definitely digging it uh I can't help but kind of quote what you keep saying is in like it was like a standard it's a good place to start for them uh, or I guess start again but um uh, what were you saying the other day? You said, "Yeah, it's just like an average movie. It's like it's it's nothing nothing amazing, but it's not it's not shit either, kind of thing. But but does um, is that good in like today's you know it's 2017? You know, you you were saying like it was a, it would have been a good film ten years. Yeah, ago, like this is like Phase One uh, Marvel kind of stuff. 
Yeah, I almost feel like I was saying to your mate uh, yesterday uh, that I feel like they're almost starting from scratch with this one again. You know, it's like that. I mean, obviously, Suicide Squad and Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel are out there, but I feel like they're almost like okay, clean slate. We've had a lot of haters, but the start of this one and people are going to care about Wonder Woman because that's one thing I I took from this is like I care about that that character now so when i see her in injustice league she's actually going to help that film and i think she's going to help that for a lot of other other viewers as well um though i'm not sure how well she's going to do without maybe chris pine being in it because those two their uh (laughs) their relationship was pretty awesome like even at the end yeah right like he he was kind of Um, that was my worry like i saw it and i thought this is great and then i'm like oh did chris pine mm. make that great yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. without him, how is she going to be, you know? Um, what, like, I think I asked, I, I think I asked you before, but now that I've seen it, but I kind of like to, I was thinking about, like, this review and how I'd kind of go through it, but what was your favorite scene and what was your least favorite scene? Because I want to bring out something, like, something great from it, but then also the not-so-great. And I know there might be more not-so-greats or whatever, but what was the one thing that you were like, hey, that was pretty awesome, like, I really liked the way they did that. And then... um uh, even if it was just like an action scene or whatever, or and then what was the what was the I just that's awful. Like I can't I can't get. Well, over that was kind of the thing that this. when I was thinking about it going back, I was like, in terms of action scenes, there's only one that's great, and that's the the there's more than one action scene, but the only one that really stands out as being a Wonder Woman scene is when she's on the trenches, and that's really good, and it's right. very yeah. it's very well done, and it's not like she just wins the war because she has to get help from the other guys yeah so it's like a nice twist on the superhero thing and she still doesn't know all her powers at stage because she she's getting stronger as the fight goes on it goes into the town but as i was thinking about i'm like that's pretty much the only fight scene outside of the final uh battle thing like there's the fight on the island Mm -hmm. and that's uh yes yeah yeah, which was, and then which there's was the little bit in the alleyway, you know? Nice throwback to the original Superman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, with, with, yeah. Uh, with her blocking the and bullet. Then, and then that's it. That's yeah, like, yeah. And then you're I in the trenches, that, and then the film's already getting towards the end. It's racing towards the finale. And it's not like I wanted... I'm not saying mm. all films should have big action things, but it's like that's the one big action cool moment that she does something in. So for so you could just yeah. always pick that. I think everyone will pick that as being like the the standout moment in the movie. It's definitely yeah, it definitely is, and I think a lot of people like it was in the trailer a lot, just as she's ducking out. Um, I was saying another thing we were saying was uh, just before she was going out. I think what did they what did they say in the film? Like no man, you can't yeah, go there. No it's man, no can man's go land. Yeah, this yeah, trench or something like that. You know. And I think I think everyone was expecting the cheesy line of her to do to go out and say like I'm no man because what film was that in? It was like I'm no man. I was in bloody Lord of the Rings. That's right. That, that's uh, something uh, different. Eowyn anyway. says that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was I was kind of expecting that to be honest. And then for her to run out, but um, the fact she's just like, no, I've got to I've got to go out. I've got to do this. These people are dying. That's probably my favorite bit. It, was it, cool. w- it wasn't that that's, moment. It was the yeah. It was earlier when they're going to the war. They're walking across the bridge, and there's all these, uh, not prisoners of war, that uh, all these casualties of war, all these soldiers that are injured, walking back, and right. just uh, Gal Gadot. She, we're never gonna pronounce her name right, is it? Poor, poor woman. Like, 
Gail, Gal, <laughs> Gal, 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 Gal. She just plays it very well, where yeah. it's all in her face, and she's just this very naive kind of first, her first connection with man's world, and then seeing just this horrible war mm. that she's never really had to deal with. Like on Temescara, she's yeah. trying to fate. She's she's trying to be a warrior. But she's never seen what yeah, war is actually yeah. like. And then she sees this consequence. Yeah. It's just that, that moment. I, it's like, oh, actually, I like this movie. It's got a little bit of a little heart to it. It's got, it's, it's doesn't, it doesn't mm. do a great job, but it sure as shit did a better job than a lot of superhero films have been like, oh, you know, this is, yeah. this is what a hero is like. A hero sees the world and it, they can't make it better, but they feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that's from, a, that's a very good point actually. For me, for me, um, that that island at the beginning was a big highlight. Like, I don't, I'm not sure why, but um, uh, I loved that the fact that those Germans were kind of coming in. It's a bit odd that they just suddenly found it, but I do love that. Uh, you know, like her diving into the water, finding him. Uh, I had completely forgotten about the lasso, the lasso, or, of you truth, know, the, tr- yeah. the truth thing, or whatever. Yeah, I was like when that. Uh, got whipped out i was like oh my god yeah i forgot about this but um yeah i just loved that those germans coming onto the beach and then the women getting on their horses and i don't know there's something about that that land and the women being all kind of high and mighty like they kind of remind me of the 300 right. yeah it's you know, got that kind of feel of ancient um, warriors and all that yeah yeah there was some there was some there was something cool there it was a little bit cheese balls like i knew that her mentor was gonna probably get shot or whatever but uh but that was my favorite scene actually um uh, just, just them protecting their uh, protecting their land and stuff, and then her saying like, "Well, I'm going out and stuff." But uh, yeah, that the, was one of my my. The highlights. bad part for the movie for me was basically the last twenty minutes. Yes, I think having um, well, the bad guy as he was like in that human form, and just I didn't even like him uh, that guy. Uh, just. The way he was portraying the uh, um, uh, was Ares, the god again, god, the god of war, yeah, Ares. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I know we we chatted about this, but Wonder Woman with her ex, you know, like Clings when she bracelets, cleaned yeah. the things together, just to blast, just to blast him away. And I think he really hit a nail in the head where that's all she yeah, had to do. That's the thing that really you know, bugged to, me. To like, defeat him. I I think I said this to somebody else, and I was just I like the movie. But there was no message to it, and then the person uh, they said, "Oh, there is a me- there is a message to it. It's all about how uh, men aren't good or bad, and love will conquer hate." Because that's what she actually says as she's walking through the fire, and I'm just like, "That's not a message. Mm, that's right. just dialogue. You can't you can't say right, what yeah, a yeah. movie's about. You have to show the character going through the lesson." And I guess like people are saying, oh, yeah, because yeah. Dr. Poison was there and she didn't kill Dr. Poison. I'm like, Dr. Poison mm. deserved to die. Doc- Dr. Poison oh, killed that whole fucking... town of people. Yeah. And then Steve Trevor's exactly, the one who yeah. sacrifices his life to stop the poison. And it's like, it's one of those things of like, it seems like it's kind of there, but it's not. Because then she defeats Ares, yeah, not yeah. because she saved Dr. Poison's life, which would make that choice reasonable she just throws the tank away and then clinks her bracelets and kicks the crap out of him i know yeah it wasn't no. it wasn't especially because the whole point uh, of 
that that weird thing of the sword is the god killer but then it's not the sword Mm. and i'm just thinking like your mother knew this and she put you in danger for what because yeah the the bracelets can kill aries which she's had her whole life like what's the problem i don't i don't understand why aries like aries was so dangerous that zeus couldn't even kill him but that yeah then wonder yeah, woman can and do suddenly it. yeah she's got these bracelets and she's all good that's the funny thing is it's like it's the movie was great and in the last 20 minutes is the last thing you see about it and you go and mess it up like that like i know it had other flaws in it but it's the last thing people are going to see well the very last thing you see is when she jumps it. it's out like with the, ma- off the roof of whatever it is in france that was kind of weird too wasn't it right and then it's like what you're saying like what like from the Justice League and all that. I was like, what's she, yeah. what she been doing? That's the a, that, that's the more nitpicking thing. Like <laughs> that's something that just because I've sat on it for two weeks. It's I'd say this about sure. the film. I'll watch it again. I don't mind watching it again at all. Mm. So that's that's a good plus sign. Yeah. If someone said, oh, like if someone said it's on, I might not watch it. Yeah. But if it was on, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah this is all right. I'll I'll put this on. It's got some good moments yeah. and whatever yeah i I don't i'd definitely watch it again and that's a that's a good sign yeah but just as you think about it's like yeah it's been a hundred years so in world war one there was this woman who walked across the trenches there was Mm. this god who fought on this airport and there were witnesses that who survived yeah yeah and then there's maybe a hundred years where she might have been fighting as well yeah, but how does that work in the 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 universe we've seen with Batman and Superman? And mm. how has Batman never heard of this magic woman fighting during these wars? Mm. And how is how is it that when Zod was there, she didn't turn up when Superman was fighting and all this kind of stuff or whatever? No, I know. Oh, like yeah. they're the kind of nitpicky things. You could be in Paris, you might not be able to make it. But sure. it's just like they're kind of retroactively putting people into this world. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you have the Marvel Universe, they did set it up that Captain America was in World War One. Mm. Then he and disappeared. He's just frozen and ice. And yeah, but they they made a connection of that. You know, Tony Stark's dad worked with wor- Captain America. Sure. So Tony Stark kind of grew up with all these stories, and he kind of dislikes Captain America. And yeah. The Hulk was because Bruce Banner was trying to replicate the serum, mm. kind of thing, and and it's just. With DC, there's far too many unanswered questions. Oh, it's definitely it's. It's like they've been sitting in different boardrooms during all the movies and <laughs> yeah. saying this. Like, I'd actually be really interested to see how Marvel links their movies so well because they really do a great job. Like, it's not perfect, but they do a great job of. It's almost like we've made Iron Man. Here are the, some of the key moments. Make sure the next film hits these key moments. Okay, next film. I don't even know what it was. Was it Thor or was it? Uh, Think uh, Captain, Captain America, America. Yeah. yeah, and then make sure it hits some of these moments because we've explained them already, you know. And they must have some big sheet or whatever printed out on a wall, and they're like, okay, you know, this, this, and that. Whereas DC, I feel like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if this happens? And then it's like, yeah, that would be cool. Put it in. That's definitely is, the DC mentality. Just, wouldn't it be cool then, if? Yeah, exactly. So they're not really thinking about. What their, if the Joker uh, had tattoos? One thing. Um, and was thirty I, years younger than Batman. <laughs> you mentioned earlier on about the. Uh, uh, Christopher Reeves with that moment. Uh, I read about another one which I I forgot. I I didn't notice it when I watched it, but when she was trying to go through the swiveling doors with her shield, 
Um, oh, the shield and the sword. Going that's ahead. also a callback to him because he tries to go through the swiveling doors with his briefcase. Right. It, uh, when he first gets to Metropolis. As, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I um, I thought that was kind of cool as yeah, well. Yeah, they definitely made her the... On the good point, they definitely did a great job of making her very innocent and not naive, just kind of good and decent. Mm. So she she sees the best in things and that that kind of ignorance of the world that she can't just walk around with a sword and why yeah. don't these clothes fit? That works. Yeah. That's a that's a very tried and trusted method of making a character likable. Like that's yeah. how that's how Disney do their movies. Right, right. You watch a Disney movie, usually the star of it's a klutz. Mm. Because it's just it it warms the audience's heart seeing this person struggling and it's funny and it's all that kind of thing. Yeah. But it goes back to that problem now of like, that's great. How does that work in Justice League? When it's, yeah, when yeah. she's a hundred years older. Like what character, you can't have that character. You can't have her be that soft and delicate. Mm. And it's just that kind of thing of they're not planning it. They're all sitting in different boardrooms. <laughs> exactly. I think so. And the other, what was the other thing I was going to bring up? Yeah, the the weird thing for me was also, if you go 100 years, how has nobody else found the island? Oh, yeah, that's annoying. Because, I mean, they just they just drifted in there. So in all that time, like, they just drifted in. So someone else must have, or... Yeah. Know. I mean, you can argue that maybe some random might have gone out. It was a war, but, you know, it was World War One, so someone could have drifted in World War Two. It's somewhere around Greece, yeah. So, so yeah. Even with just like airplanes and that, well, yeah, know, like the last like, hundred years, Google it reminded Maps. me of, uh, remind, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of Skull Island. Oh yeah, it's just like oh, you know. no one can get there. Why not? Yeah, that's uh, just, smog. Yeah, it's cloudy. Ball. Yeah. What? What are you talking about? It's cloudy. We go <laughs> everywhere else in the world. I know, yeah, and it's just like, yeah, I think even they even hit the Google Maps thing on there as well. They were just like, ah, oh, we can't see; it's always cloudy. Yeah, it's like okay, all right. But um, but overall, like, I was a fan of it, and I think the fact that I would want to go see it again, I wouldn't go and pay in a sort of cinema, but when it comes out on DVD, uh, I'll look forward to it. like I'd look forward to our comment uh, commentary on it. Yeah. I'll look forward to watching it again. Can I be like, oh, I missed that moment, or? I want to rewatch this one. This was cool, you know. And then we don't know some of those special features. They might have a lot of cut-out scenes. I don't know, or they might even have their own directory uh, director uh, commentary, which would be pretty sweet to watch. Yeah, but I would I would probably give it around around a seven out of ten, maybe six and a half uh, out of ten mark. That seems what everybody's been giving it. Yeah, pretty mm. good. Yeah. I'd, pro- I'd probably be a bit lower, like five and a half, six, just because yeah. that just that ending just really bugs the hell out of me. You had this whole character dealing with war and how awful it was and yeah and just like oh god they're, they're like at that one point where she's fighting him and he's in that weird stupid suit and it it's just fire all <laughs> around and i'm like yeah yeah come on guys like did you learn nothing from every other film you've made they also blew all their cg budget at the end there as well yeah <laughs> like, that was pretty right. cra- crazy amounts of cg and it looked bad yeah, it was it was so so. I have to admit, like I don't know who what studio they're going to, but hopefully not the cyborg studio. Yeah, well that's what I was gonna say to you. Like the CG now and again, like a couple of times it got a bit plasticky. You, yeah, you mentioned that in your in your other review or your other preview that you you saw a couple of moments, and I saw them as well. Like I wasn't even looking out for them because I forgot you said that. But as soon as I was watching, I was like, oh, I can see I can see what they did there, and you're not supposed to ever see that. No. 
But overall, yeah, it's a good step. It's a step forward, not a step back. Yeah. And just, I just when you mentioned it there, I just thought that's a bit weird. Uh, not weird, but Marvel have the Netflix deal. Mm. And, you know, Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad, they're not on Netflix. Yeah. So I'm like, is somebody else going to step in and try and get the DC exclusive streaming rights? Like Amazon or somebody? That's true, yeah. Yeah, and it could be someone like Amazon or it could even be an Apple. Like, because I know they're trying to do their own... Uh... Their own little TV thing as well. Yeah. But overall, we liked Wonder Woman, but it's not the greatest film of all time. Yeah. It's, I don't want to say, it's kind of harsh, but it's good for a DC film. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, they made they made their bed. They can lie in it. That's that's what they're dealing with now. They're making, they're making amends. So hopefully. Yeah. So. So if we jump back over to Marvel, because we're Marvel fanboys and we love them. Oh, yes. They kicked off their plans for conquering the whole cinema world with the new Black Panther trailer. Oh man, that trailer, dude. <laughs> like the, when whenever they release a trailer, I'm always really really surprised how different or how unique they make it look. And that is just awesome. Like what the way they they just made that look so different. I was expecting like <clears throat> I don't know, I was expecting like a little bit of a Captain America in there and a little bit of like some Thor or whatever, just but like the world they captured there is just so awesome, so unique. Like yeah, and I I like how they explain that. Like, take it's a, another yeah. Take it to how... Wonder Woman. They you know they didn't explain it. Like how the hell is your island still there? But yeah, in I know. this they explain it in that it's so deep in the jungle that mm. they've made out this false idea that they're all just farmers and poor. Yeah, but they've got this super tech right in the middle. But there's like a city in there, isn't there, or something? Yeah, Wakanda yeah. city, like right in the middle of it, the capital city. Yeah, that was pretty awesome actually to see. Like we're, we're just going through that waterfall and stuff. I was like, because I don't really know much about the Pan- uh, Black Panther story. But. Yeah, the Black Panther is kind of like a passed on thing, and like spoilers. Mm. That's not even a spoiler because it's not the movie. There's a scene in it where he's fighting these guys in the jungle. In the black, but if you look at his suit closely, it look okay. it kind of looks like a different Black Panther suit. Oh, okay. I think that might be his dad. Mm. And it's kind of like showing how he passed on the the mantle of the Black Panther. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as far as I can get from like the synopsis, like I, I, I hate trailers and this is a teaser. So I don't think I'll watch anything after this. Mm. But I think the general idea is something like now that he's the king, what's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. He's challenging them for the king. Oh, OK, OK. Yeah. I wasn't sure what his role was. Yeah, like there's there's different tribes in Wakanda, and now they're kind of right. The king is dead, so maybe I should be in charge. I think that's what the movie's mm. going to be about. Interesting. And his dad dying was in Winter, uh, was yeah, in Winter the, Soldier, uh, Civil yeah. War. No, Civil War. Civil it? War. Yeah, Civil War. Yeah. He was, he was yeah, yeah, killed yeah. by the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Bucky. Killed that's right. Yeah. Him. Or yeah. no, Bucky yeah. didn't kill him. He thought Bucky killed him, but it was Zemo. It was the other guy. Oh, yeah. Christ, this we is, got, this we is got complicated. We got fooled ourselves. <laughs> we got fooled ourselves. Yeah. We didn't put our face recognition system on. Now that um, it didn't say anything to me before the trailer, and as soon as the trailer dropped, I was like, "Oh, they've done a great job there." But I'm gonna try and adopt the same thing and and wash, uh, wash, wash, wash yourself, le- clean. <laughs> just wash myself uh, to watch less trailers because uh, it's like you say, like by trailer three, you can piece the movie yeah. together. And this is we. I haven't watched any of the Spider-Man trailers. I'd watched the first one. Then mm. I was forced to watch the goddamn second one in the cinema. But yeah, because you're at the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I couldn't get past. Usually I run out, but there was a big queue and I couldn't bloody run out. That's what I do in the cinema, people. If I'm in there <laughs> and I don't want people, I don't want to see it, I'll put my fingers in my ears, but I look like a crazy person. I couldn't do it this time. 
Yeah, but sometimes from, you just got to do that. From what I've heard, there's now like a, there's an Audi trailer out. There's like okay. a, a basketball trailer, or like a, like not trailers, but like the Sony marketing. Yeah, everything. I've, I've seen the I've seen the basketball one, and I think the Audi one just dropped today. And yeah. that's something that that's a, like a kind of a problem that we have with it, isn't it? Is is like Sony are like really throwing the movie out there, but way too much. It's yeah. like it's like, it's that kind of like once bitten thing. Like that's what they did with Amazing Spider Man too. Yeah, they, if it's good, they, they just, were sending that like everywhere. You know, they were yeah. they were stamping that on babies' foreheads. They it's just, a little bit anywhere they could market that bloody thing. It's worrying that they're doing that because you got Guardians of the Galaxy two. You've got some posters up at like Union Station, and you've got some TV ads. Sure, and it's a great film. But with Spider Man, why are they pumping it all over the place? Like, is it not very good? Yeah, or you know, and they're just trying to get more and more. You know, because they've got a media budget and they've got it must be quite high. So maybe they're spending more money. So they get more people there to pay for the shit film. I don't know. Yeah, like they just want to get that opening weekend big money before people exactly. go, oh, it's shit. Yeah. Which is something that I can just quickly jump onto is Transformers. Uh, mm. I don't know if people know how this works. Do you know the review embargo system? Uh, yeah, well, you're not allowed to review it until a certain date. Yeah, same and as different, games. Yeah, they, get, yeah, they send them out people. the previews and then they... Yeah, yeah. So with generally it's a week they give you a week would be mm. a good indicator that's the normal time because that's enough time yeah. to get the hype going that's the same like pretty much the same of games yeah and then like every now and again if a studio is really confident or the hype is really big like they had with the force awakens i think it was like two weeks beforehand they were releasing the thing right but the closer and closer it gets to the day of release and the and the embargo hasn't been lifted it's generally a sign the film is shit oh yeah that's a bad sign yeah so i think it was like Three, two, two or three days. Three days before the Mummy came out is when their mm. reviews were allowed. Okay, and that got bad reviews across the board. Yeah, and tomorrow is when Transformers comes out, and they only released oh, really? the reviews today. Oh wow! And the current What's... rating on Rotten Tomatoes is twelve percent. Oh, 12? Yeah, like it's oh my that, god, that that's that's a bad sign. So for yeah. for me, it's a case of if you look at the Transformers spending, mm. they were just obviously they've got advertising and they've got sponsorships and car deals and all this and just transformers everywhere you look it's on every tv show because they know they just have to get that opening weekend million 150 million dollar whatever right because a week from now everyone's gonna be like that was crap yeah but then they'll get they'll get like toy sales they'll get uh dvd sales later but probably not so much because people know it's shite but so, still. So that's what I'm worrying about Spider-Man is like, are they just that worried that it's not good, that they're going to throw mm. it out? Do you know what the embargo on that one is? No, because that's not out until next month. It's not until for a while, yeah. But the um, thing, like, you'd see the Spider-Man and I'm like, ah, it can't be that bad. They have, they have Robert Downey Jr. in it. Yeah, and it's not... And it's, it's not, Marvel. Um, it's like it's Marvel, Marvel doing it, it yeah. yeah. So it could just be a case of Marvel made the film, but Sony are doing the marketing and Sony are like, hey, you guys have done a great job. We're, we just want to plug this. Like this is, we're proud of this, so we're going to plug it. Yeah, I know? can't remember what the deal is, but I think it's nothing to do with pride. I know that much. I think okay. I think Sony get the money from the movie, hmm. but Marvel keep the rights to the merchandise. Okay, might be the other way around. I can't remember. No, I think yeah, I don't think Marvel gave up the Spider-Man merchandise. Right. But yeah, because that's why Sony kept making the shitty movies. Oh wow! So that they could keep the goddamn contract or whatever. Well, this actually goes nicely in with that little teaser that I had earlier on. Oh yeah! Because guess what? Spider-Man virtual reality experience is coming out. <laughs> oh so man! Sony, 
Sony are backing that as well. It looks good. It doesn't look amazing. It's definitely not as uh, as good as Batman, but um, but you do get to put on a Spider-Man suit and you get to fling uh, the the webs and everything and move and throw objects around and you get to kind of go up by the looks of things like up high on a building and look around the landscapes. Uh, it doesn't. The graphics look pretty good. Like whereas Batman, they're like friggin' amazing. But um, yeah, it looks kind of cool that you get to put on a suit and and you do the whole web thing you know it'd be cool so, if they did it so you could crawl on the floor but that's a, mm, a wall that'd be awesome mm, and you go up the wall yeah, yeah that'd be yeah, sweet. Up the wall. but that should be out um real soon so we'll we'll do the spider-man one and the batman one because you mentioned earlier on it'll just it's good to get a reaction of like uh how how people react to vr and you haven't played either of those yeah so we'll get your reaction to it i finally get to but, be a superhero you're but, you're 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 gonna love the Batman. Yeah, like, just, I'm sure it'll just be pretty quality. So. <laughs> and yeah, we we're back on the point. The Black Panther trailer looks pretty damn mm. good. Damn, yeah. We got yeah, they, uh, good Andy Circus back as Claw. Oh yeah, he's back from South Africa with his clawfish, <laughs> cuttlefish, yep. cuttlefish. I'm not cuttlefish. You don't even like fish, though. Don't even like fish, do you, Andy? <laughs> don't even like fish. <laughs> it looks good, and I they got that. Uh, and it's not even a, a. It looks more. I'm just thinking of the scene where he jumps from one cart. <clears throat> he jumps from one cart to the other. Yeah, that was me coughing up a cuttlefish for anyone listening. <laughs> that looks like really like down to earth, kind of that Captain America Winter Soldier kind of action. Yes, just yeah, like yeah. a guy who's like a little bit more. Yeah. So I think they've got the right kind of mentality with that, and obviously. Yeah. Then you've got the Wakanda scenes, which are just these amazing yeah. African super futuristic cities and stuff, but they've still got tribal costumes and everything. Mm. And it looks it looks fantastic. The yeah. only problem with the whole that whole release moment was the day before the trailer came out, they mm. released a goddamn poster. And the, the poster Oh, oh yeah. man, that poster was awful. I thought it was a it joke. Did. Yeah, you you were what really weren't happy about it. It it looks boring to me, but it didn't stick out as much but it looks um, like someone photoshopped his head onto the costume i'm like (laughs) what are you he's in the costume in all the movie yeah take a photo of him doing that it's funny sometimes you have this massive you know massive production and you go and you go and mess it up on just a small little uh detail like uh yeah going back to doom when that new do so that that doom vr is based off a brand new doom but when they brought out the cover to it it was just um I can't remember what it was now, but it was like some soldier in a suit, and everyone was like, "This looks shite," because they wanted <laughs> it to look. They wanted it to look like the original Doom, uh, the cover of the original Doom. So uh, they actually went and redid the whole uh, the whole cover. So I wouldn't put it past like if they get enough people for Black Panther, and everyone's like, "This looks shite," uh, they might redo it, or at least they probably got three or four versions. They might just switch to another one. Yeah, but, I hope uh, so. Yeah, and again, it's only like the pre-teaser poster, but it's like. God, True, it. that's but it might be it. you know if that's the one they're using and putting up again uh, th- through a city to promote it or something. Even if it's a teaser one, they might they might go. Ah, oh, we'll use that. Uh, uh, but if they not. get enough people complaining, <laughs> yeah. Uh, another piece of Marvel news, real quick, is that Chris Evans was in an interview, and he says that after Avengers four, his contract's up and he probably won't be Captain America. Oh yeah. So maybe we're back in the world of Captain America dies in Infinity War. Oh, Maybe. Uh, yeah, I figured that he wouldn't do too many more, and um, uh, 
But Captain, uh, you're talking about after Infinity War or after the one after yeah, that? Yeah, his contract ran up. His contract was up after Avengers three, mm. and then they said we're splitting it into two movies. Mm. And he agreed. He said, "Okay, I'll do one more after." So Infinity Wars, Avengers three, mm. and Avengers four doesn't have a title because remember it was supposed to be part one and two. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's just Infinity War and then whatever Avengers four is going to be. Okay, so, he, so he's in two more movies for sure, mm. and then his contract's up. Interesting, but there, but after uh, Avengers four is the last one anyway, so it could just be you know it could be a lot of people's last one, and then they yeah. might re- so reboot. Now, yeah, they're definitely getting. I don't think they'll reboot. I think they're gonna put in all these new guys, the, the Doctor Stranges and the Black Panthers, and sure, uh, Captain Marvel next year when she comes out. Like, I think yeah, yeah, they're gonna replace these characters. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Then you can have like little cameos here and there, I guess. Yeah. So, do you want to go That's back it. to DC movies? Yeah, sure. What we got there? DC news is all about Justice League. The one. Oh, of course. The, yeah, yeah. You were telling me about this. Yeah. Well, there's one fact that's already out there is that uh, the composer from Batman v Superman, uh, yeah, Junkie XL, yep, he's out, and now the new composer is Danny Elfman. Okay. Danny Elfman, he's oh, he's done everything. But uh, he famously did the original Batman and Batman Returns. Mm. But he's also he also did the Spider-Man movies, the first three, with Tobey Maguire. Okay. He's done Age of Ultron. He did the Men in Black trilogy. Like He's got like over 100 movies. He's he's all the way back to Beetlejuice and Scrooge. Remember like, right. Bill Murray? I love that film. Yeah, yeah. So Danny Elfman's in now. So people are thinking, oh, maybe they'll bring back the old Batman music from the... You know, the original, all that. Interesting. The rumors, though, are where everybody's kicking up. It's mm. They're in London. They're doing reshoots. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not strange. Everybody so does. they're officially they're officially doing reshoots. Yeah. Well, every film does a reshoot. So, you know, right. oh, we need to get a shot of this guy picking up a glass or, you know. I never, really, I never really hear about the reshoots, though, on other films. That's the thing. You never really hear about it because mm. the rumor on this particular set of reshoots is that it's, very very large and costing a lot of money interesting reshoots are usually like a couple of days they fly the actor in put the costume on and say okay i need you to walk over there and look to your left this time mm. right reshoots are reshoots are called pickups right St- stuff you didn't get on the day stuff that you didn't need to get like i said sure some guy picking up a picking up a hammer that thing yeah it's like, oh well you know I- i'm not gonna waste all the crew on that we'll just get that in a month's time yeah, yeah. Or you're you're watching the edit of the film, the rough edit, and you're like, oh, we really need somebody to mention the fact that the crystal was in that cave. Mm. So you're like, all right, get you know, get Cyborg in, and he can say that piece of dialogue. Mm. It's just kind of like piecing the film together. This, totally, yeah, th- it makes this, sense. This seems more like a reshoot. This seems more like Joss Whedon's in. He's going to write things and he's going to remake it. Wow. Again, that's rumors. There's other rumors like Army Hammer who mm. uh, most people probably remember from the social network mm. and most other people probably want to forget from the Lone Ranger. <laughs> he's he's flying into London. Like he posted on Instagram that he's flying to London and everyone's like, oh, is he going to be Green Lantern? Because Green Lantern was in the uh, trailer for Wonder or at the start of Wonder Woman and like, you know, yeah. everything, everything that happens now, people are going bananas. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, what can Joss change? What did Zack screw up? What mm. can they be doing now? Will they put more Wonder Woman in because her movie was successful? That's a good thing, though. As in, yeah. like, um, I mean, it's a shame that they have to do that, but 
if they're noticing those now and it's not out on in a cinema and then and then he's like i would have liked to have changed this at least he's going getting out there and doing it you know yeah and the the last little thing with that was yeah it was the oh what was the bloody thing oh i'll wonder woman the wonder woman joss whedon connections a, a script has come out online mm. from joss whedon apparently from joss whedon that he wrote in 2006 okay that was like the wonder woman version he was gonna write and a lot of people are saying it's kind of sexist and it's kind of uh it's not very good and it's badly written right and like uh josh is terrible and all this and i'm just like you don't even know it's from him and even it is and even if it is from him it's from 10 years ago and it never got (laughs) made so i don't care yeah 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 but on the flip side of that is like if it's bad and he's kind of like he's not gotten any better as a director then maybe this will be bad Mm. But, like, the last two movies he did were Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. Of course, yeah. He's not... He's he's good at this. This is what he does. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have some faith. He's proven yeah. himself, so just let him let him get on with it. Yeah. So, that I'm not getting, I'm not going to get involved in the Justice League hype. If there's mm. one thing Wonder Woman has done for me now, it's sort of been like, all right, I trust you enough to, like, fix it. Totally, yeah. And with that, there was another interview this week with Jeff Johns, who was brought okay. on board at DC. He's from the comics world. He okay. was brought on board to kind of helm the movies, like get them all in line. Right. You know, like Kevin Feige does at Marvel. Yeah. 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 So he had an interview this week and he said, uh, he kind of tried to address the talk about the other movies. He said, Wonder Woman's great, but we can't make every movie like that. That being said, obviously I'm paraphrasing. Suicide Squad had good characters and some nice uh, ideas, but it wasn't very well told. Oh, yeah. It okay. was a bit of a narrative problem. He said, the same thing with Batman Superman is that there was a lot of things in there that really worked, but maybe it was a bit too dark for the audience. Mm, okay. So at the very least, they're kind of acknowledging that yeah. they haven't made Citizen Kane. Right, right. They're kind of like, yeah, you know, we've made mistakes and we'll try and do better. Yeah, they just need to show us. They're starting to show us with Wonder Woman, but, you know, they need to show us with uh, the Justice League, I guess. Yeah. And uh, flipping back then real quick, the it's not it's Marvel, but it's not Marvel Studios. It's mm. Fox. Fox are obviously like, oh, everybody's making money. Let's get back to making comic they, books. They do the uh, X-Men stuff, don't they? That's right. Yeah. They've started shooting Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah. Did I see a teaser of him lying down outside the mansion? Outside the mansion, yeah. That was, that <laughs> yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds posted saying they've officially started. Oh, uh, yes. And then there's the first rumors uh, or first photos of the cast from X-Men Apocalypse are flying into... I think it's Mon- oh sweet! I think it's Vancouver, or Montreal. I, it's Canada. I don't know anything about this new X Men. So there's yeah. going to be it's called um, X Men Dark Phoenix. Is it the cast from the young cast from Apocalypse? Yeah, the the guy okay. who, the guy who's um, directing it. He was the producer on a lot of these movies. Simon Kimberg. He's he's okay. been in the X Men movies for like the, the since the beginning. Okay. So like all the bad ones, you blame on him, and all the good ones, you can you know, <laughs> give him credit for as well. Right, right. So he's directing. It's his first time directing, so that's mm. that's a bit weird. Okay. I think he might be writing it. But anyway, they're bringing back the cast. I think he said it's going to be 10 years from Apocalypse. Oh, wow. So okay. it's like in the 90s. Right, right. But let's face it. The, the, those movies make no sense. I know. Their timeline's already messed that's, up. That's, so. that's completely... So no one gives a shit when it's set. Just make a good mm. movie. Don't make X-Men Apocalypse again. Yeah, yeah. This story is supposed to be based on the Phoenix storyline. So, okay. you know, Gene turned into, like, the flame bird thing. Yep. 
They're going to go into space. They're going to have the Shi'ar crystal. They're oh. going to have an alien. The alien falls in love with Charles Xavier in the comics. Her name's Lalandra. Huh. Apparently, Jessica Chastain is in talks to be uh, the alien for that. She hasn't confirmed yet. But yeah, McAvoy, okay. McAvoy is back. Fassbender's back. Jennifer Lawrence is back. So it's oh, all brilliant. those kind of things. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I like the idea that maybe... They use the Shi'ar crystal, which is the nexus of all realities in the comic books. Mm. And that could explain everything. Because then you could just say, oh, what you've been watching is just one dimension. And there's all these other dimensions. Do you think they'll try and fix it, though? If I was going to fix it, that would be the way I would fix it. Because it would make the fans happy. And it's just crazy enough that anybody else would be like, all right, fine. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, yeah. I have to watch out for that. And also with that is that if you do that, you can do whatever you want then. You can link all the universes. Right. You could have all your Deadpools in there and you could have all your bloody whatever else they own jumping yeah, around yeah. In there and you'd be like, yeah, it's a different dimension. It's fine. Yeah. So Mix. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll work. Very interesting. Oh, because there's another movie coming out, uh, New Mutants. Oh, that's a, a movie or a TV series? Uh, it's a movie. It's got a... Um, oh, it's a movie. It's not like going off uh, from uh, Logan or anything, is it? No, the rumor I've heard about it is that it's going to be a horror movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's going to be a comic book horror movie. And the New Mutants are also mutants, obviously. But they're, just think of like a younger X-Men team. Sure, yeah. Even though the X-Men team are all like 16 or whatever. <laughs> These are like a younger X-Men team. So like, do you know Arya from Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. She's been cast and the girl, oh, wow. from, the girl from The Witch and uh, Split. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Anna Taylor Johnson, she, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. in it as well, and I, I can't remember some other kid got in it. So that's oh, coming sweet. out. Deadpool's coming out, and X Men's coming out. So Fox are like, oh man, we can make three movies a year as well. Wow, yeah, they're going nuts. <laughs> Superhero nuts, but right. as long as they keep making good ones. And then just to bring it down a little bit, to mix between something that's neither DC nor Marvel, so it's not a fanboy thing. Mm. We just had to address it because we weren't here last week. Yeah, yeah. Adam West passed away. Yeah, I know, man. Eighty-eight like, years of age. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I know you. Uh, you tweeted it, but yeah. uh, and he's he, uh, the L.A. out in L.A. They made a bat signal and they oh, shot it up right. on one of the buildings. I as heard like a about tribute, that. So that was mm. pretty great. And I was just talking to somebody when we were out at the party. It was a wedding mm. for everybody listening. You know, congratulations, John and Janelle. Have a great time. Respect. The, yeah. The <laughs> we're family now. Family, yeah. <laughs> they are. They're family now. Uh, somebody was just saying to me, "Do you think Adam West is uh, the best Batman?" It was kind of a mm, joke yeah. thing, and I actually thought about. So, it. I said, "If you mean best, as in the one everyone knows, mm, then he might just be possibly, possibly because that know, it's, it's just the fact of like that show came out in the sixties. I know it and ran people... for three seasons, and people still know." He's Batman, and they still yeah. know that Batman, and they still remember all the goofiness and everything. Exactly. I, well, I think you could also put it in the way of, like, if he didn't play him as well, we wouldn't have the Christian Bales or, you know, anyone no, else. No, definitely so, not, yeah. So, yeah, he he's awesome, and if, yeah, if he if it was a dud and he didn't play it very well, you know, no one we wouldn't have anyone else. So. We, wouldn't, we wouldn't have the Bat Shark repellent, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have uh, Mr. Freeze, you we know? We wouldn't have Mr. Freeze, yeah. <laughs> It's some yeah, it's just some great great uh connections there of like he's part of the Batman history. So even totally. if you even if you grew up and you've never watched those, 
same mm. bat time, same bat channel shows. He's part of the legacy. So the, totally. the Batman that you love today is because he was part of it. Yeah. So that was, that that sucked that he's gone. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a shame because like we go through we go through our episodes and we can point out when uh where all these actors passed away. I know last year was a big one for for people passing, but we're going to get that every year really. Yeah. It's, it's only uh, just going to keep getting worse. Like Carrie Fisher's gone and now Adam yeah. West is gone. It's it's I think for a lot of people the issue with it is just it's a lot of our childhood. That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's starting to catch up now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, cuz we so. we and like the generation just above us we grew up in the 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 entertainment era of TVs mm. and yeah. cinema, so there's a lot more celebrity in our life than our grandparents would have had, for example. Yeah, yeah. So like Adam West was Batman in the '60s when TV was big. So for a lot of kids who are now around 50, 60 years old, it's a big blow. And then for people our age who he was still on TV in the '80s, mm. you know, we remember him. So it's it's part of our childhood for a lot of people and. That, sure. That's something that didn't happen, you know, back in the twenties and the thirties. No, and yeah, and yeah, it's it's going to be weird to think like when we're much older, we're going to be we're going to be saying things like, "Oh, the the Rock has passed." And, yeah, the Rock is know. he's he's nearly fifty, and Robert Downey <clears throat> yeah. Jr. is fifty. So yeah, yeah so. But uh, yeah, that's that was a good week, man. That yeah. was a good week. Oh, a little but, bit of happy news for you. I don't know if you'd noticed, but they've released mm. the premiere date for Star Trek Discovery. Oh, uh, September the twenty fourth. September the twenty fourth. Yeah, I, I noted it down because uh, I, I want I want to like it. So uh, <laughs> I'm I just don't like the trailer or the teaser they released didn't sell it for me. But I want to like it, so I'm definitely going to tune in. And I also want to tune into that Oroville as well. Oh yeah, that's true. So, there's one hilarious. last thing. Uh, one last thing. Godzilla two. Oh yeah. Well, there's news about that. Yeah, it's supposed to. I think it's already started shooting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The working title is Godzilla 2, King of Monsters. Okay, okay. And obviously this is in the same world as Kong Skull Island. Mm. So there's this movie, and the next movie after this is also the titles. It's the working title of Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Which I think, it, based on the kind of movies where it's Godzilla vs. King Kong and all the other versus movie we know, yeah. they're going to be friends after they have a bit of a fight. And one of them says, <laughs> of my mother's name is Martha. So that's, that's how I think name. it's going to go. <laughs> Isn't uh, Godzilla, uh, is, he, is he linked in with uh, Pacific Rim and he's a kaiju? I don't, I don't know. know I don't think I, so. I, but I he thought could I heard be. somewhere he was, but I, I, I could be wrong. But the, I guess he was created though, wasn't he? Yeah, he's created so. nuclear tests maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or he okay. might be an ancient monster. So in this one, but it compared to the first one, which was like, Godzilla going around the cities and it was all kind of weird. Mm. This yeah, one has yeah. apparently got three monsters in it. Uh, oh, wow. Hang on, I wrote it down because I can't remember them because I can't remember from when I was a kid. Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah, which okay. I'm pronouncing wrong, so I apologize. So Mothra is a giant moth. Right. Like the kind of one that gets on your window in the summertime when it sees the light <laughs> on, but yeah, giant. Yeah. yeah. Rodan is like a dragon. Okay. They're kind of lizardy. Yeah, he's like a dragon. He w- wings, he flies. So the two of them fly. And then the <laughs> last one, King Ghidorah, is generally, they have different versions. One of the versions is like a three-headed dragon who can also okay. fly. So it oh, looks wow. like you've got these three flying monsters. Yeah, yeah. And then Godzilla. So it could just be like crazy. <laughs> and then you've got the other movie, Rampage, with The Rock. Oh, yeah. And he's got the, you know, like the video game. What was it? A wolf, a bear. I know. And, That's know, awesome. 
So he's, uh, I, everyone... I see that on his Instagram. He's like got he's got his own little buddy going around with him. Yeah, so I think it's just so. going to turn into like monster smash here. Everyone's just going <laughs> to yeah, just throw as much CG as you can and blow shit up. As long as they do it well. Yeah, yeah. as long as they do it well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the one thing about the cast in that, uh, I know the guy's not back, Aaron Taylor Johnson, mm-hmm. but uh, Ken Watanabe's back, and the girl okay. and the girl from Stranger Things is in it. Oh, really? Yeah. And the last yeah. person that's already been confirmed is our good friend Charles Dance oh, from sweet. Game of Thrones. Nice, nice. So I'm going to make a prediction that he's most likely going to be a dickhead. <laughs> and he's probably yes. going to be either a general that wants to kill, kill Godzilla or... I feel like general. I feel like general, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's where so. he's going. He's going to be like, we have to kill all the monsters and he's going to try and yeah. kill them all. I think that's where it's going to go. Nice. So I'm that, looking forward to that. Yeah. So that's a that's a little burst of movie. May Could be good, could be bad. Star Trek, could be good, could be bad. Who knows? Touched on a little bit of everything there. Yeah, we got across the whole spectrum this week. Nice. Yeah. And thankfully, and we I, have no letters this week. I did see that there was a new Omaze. Oh, yeah. Did you, I didn't check it do- out. It, um, I don't know too much about it, but it's the, it's the guys from the Dodgeball movie. Really? So you can, yeah, you can get to play Dodgeball with them, and you choose, you pick a side. So you can either be... I, I can't remember the movie s- super well, but you can basically... They're both selling it, saying, like, come play Dodgeball with us and choose your side, and you can play against them all, <clears throat> which is pretty awesome, because that was a hilarious film. So it's all the uh, all the original uh, uh, actors and stuff. Pretty awesome. Do you know what the yeah, charity man. it's for? Um, I vaguely I thought it was them saying that you can pick your own or something. All right, I know the so, Robert Downey Jr. one's still going until the end of this month. Right, right. So by the time this is out, you can still go. Yeah. And but uh, those amaze things are are pretty pretty sweet. Ever since you mentioned them, I check out the site. So yeah, they're just great. Just for like, if you're gonna spend money on a competition, might as well spend money on a competition where you can give it to charity. You know, it's a win-win. Of course, yeah, yeah. Why um, win, yeah. you're tapping away on the computer. I can hear you. Just just for a second. <laughs> just checking to see if you missed any news this week from E3. I was just yeah, I was just going through my list. I thought. Uh, it's funny because on my movie list I had Adam West and I had Twenty uh, Fourth uh, Star Trek as well. So yeah. you, you were just pretty much reading my list. <laughs> that's all for we had. me. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it for us, I guess. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, and uh, yeah, if you have any questions, uh, if you want to go to Mars, let us know. Uh, <laughs> let us know what you think about these uh, reshoots of the Justice League. Um, did you watch E three yourself? Are you going to get a new Xbox? Let us know some things and. Uh, We'll answer you back. Yeah, we'll be on Twitter at Rant and Bollocks, and then we're on the Gmail, rantandbollocks at gmail.com, or just post it on Facebook or YouTube. <laughs> and uh, to everybody who was commenting the last couple of weeks about trying to get it on Android, make it easier for Android users, we're looking into that. We're looking to put it on a different platform mm. and all that. And maybe, I don't know, SoundCloud, but there's also a couple other options out there that we can try and find. So we're going to yeah, yeah. we're going to try and make it easier for that because we know it's iTunes isn't everybody's favorite. Yeah. So, I think Libsyn was that the one I sent you? I think that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, there's that one and there's a few people that have got them onto Spotify, but I don't think uh yeah. this is the easiest way to get them on, but we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah. Sure. I know I know Libsyn is an mm-hmm. Android compatible system, so we'll we'll tr- nice. we'll try and get it on there for sure. Other than Sounds that, good. uh you better keep listening, otherwise we won't put it anywhere. and you should come back next week because we're family family (laughs) respect
and it'll be episode 16. You keep saying that. I don't believe you. Well, <laughs> just wait until the day. Wait until it comes. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks again, guys. Boom. Boom.